Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. I don't die over. I don't lie over. Nor do I slow down the pace, please. Hell, I work from a lot more. But I'm just cutting this nice cheese. But I've really been brushing this straight breeze. Brickle cheese like it's something that great cheese. You want something to hold, you can take these. See a flash on the cannon, I say cheese. Can't show love if your heart gon' choke. You can't live life if your thoughts don't grow. Standing in the desert and you lost your road. Or you better find shelter when it's dark, gets cold. Like Red Bird, the Cardinal Rulers. Do fly high like Jim Jones cooling. On a G5 with Indo pooling. You don't do that. Have you been more foolish? I've been more foolish. I've been more stupid. That's why I'm right here yelling, don't do it. I've been high. I like it, my buzz, let me too. Fly by in the nice whip to dubstep music. Let's love kept music in check. Maybe in money, let's keep it direct. Direct me to anything, get in the million. You keep a percentage and keep me impressed. Keep me impressed or keep getting pressed. There is no need for me being upset. If you owe me half, I'll be needing a rest. Or you'll be having my knee in your chest. All of the backstabbers get a bullet back. Once an inch of ain't no pulling that. Your life was shit and you was full of that. This parachute, if you pull a strap. I know that they hate me, I know that they can't, but I know that they don't captivate me. I've been through the pain, I've been through the there is no way you can break me. Why you only invest in a pair of some J's? Then wanna feel like a Jay-Z. Why you never invest in the hood that you claim? Then die over. You crazy, you crazy. I don't die over. I don't lie over. Nor do I slow down the pace, please. Hell, I work from a line more. But I'm just cutting this snake's cheese. But I've really been busting the straight threes. Ripple cheese like it's something that great cheese. You want something to hold, you can take these. See a flash on the cannon, I say cheese. R&B for the Lou has teamed up with attorney Roderick White to pay your bills. Paying the bills. Pay my bills. Pay my bills. One lucky winner will get their bills paid up to $500 each month. You gotta pay the bill. Wanna win this money? Wanna win this money? Just by logging on to 963thelou.fm and registering to win, we're paying your bills this and every month with attorney Roderick White and 963thelou.fm. Back on another episode of Ethnic Ish and More, episode number 99, y'all. Y'all heard that. That's how they started for the 99. In the 2000s. <laughs> had to make it to 99. Y'all see this mic of mine? They ain't got the cord stretched in there. So I can do my thing. There's too much be going on in my little section over here, but I'm going to make it do what it do. As always, I appreciate y'all ashy asses. 
for coming and kicking it with us. You've been here for 99 weeks. And as I always say, rain, sleet, or snow, we in this hole. You're going to get the content that you want and desire. And if you don't want it, I don't give a damn. Just don't listen. But just give me like three seconds worth of a listen because I get the view for that. So thank you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, three seconds is all I need after that. If you don't want to pay attention to me, I appreciate you. Hey, that's cool. no, she. Whoa. Whoa. She. Whoa. She. Whoa. She. Superman changed the phone. Hey. I was not coming. Hey. Hell no. Hey. I do the razzle dazzle. Hey. Hey, wait, look. Hey. I, show up with I take the my time. Johnson dance. I take my time. Listen, unless I don't like you, man. I ain't oh, nah, past that phase now. It's only one cooter cat in my life. Hey, my favorite. My always favorite cooter cat. I always tell her that shit. You're like, boy, stop saying that shit. I'm like, this is what you signed up for. What's up, Indy Red? We yeah. see you. Shout out to Indy Red. Tapped in and tuned in with us. As always, man, I'm one of the three. We one-thirds. I guess they like them. They'll go through. She's on a wonderful show called The Doodle Report. Every time I listen to them explain them to them, I'm like, no. They're like, well, I'm one-third. Other ones like, well, I'm two-thirds. I'm like, but you two, three-thirds. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I get it. I get it. They're, just, they're each one-third, but instead of just saying they one-third portion, they say which third of the third that they are. Hmm. Well, I started one of them got to end it. Like one got to hold them together. So you got to do when you got three. One's the beginning. I ain't going to spoil it for y'all. Well, I heard it was fire. It was fire. Hey, I'm supposed I'm to. going on Christmas. Yeah, oh, I want to go. Oh. I, I got to go. I'm a matinee nigga. If I don't go to no matinee movie, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to go Oh, yeah, that's why I'm yeah. going on Christmas. That's why I'm, a mat- I'm literally yeah, I'm a matinee like. Soon as the movie theater open up, type nigga, I gotta go. Me too. Nah, I don't I would, around people. So I, we done got that old, you know that age no, where it's I've like. Always, but I've been like I'm that for old. the past one because I've been thinking it's hot. So <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep and then I don't know how to uh, ration my popcorn. So <laughs> I get to eat before the movie start. I've been through this large, not full. I don't know how. Cause think about it, you show. My mom always told me how you show up early, but then she only count for sometimes the preview starting to get a little more motherfucking lengthy hey, they, than they was they before. Hey, get comfortable with detail. Spider-Man. 20 minutes. Of previews? 20 preview? minutes of previews. No, I literally saw, bro, it was so many movies, I lost track of how many trailers I'm I watched. Okay, I'm that guy. Like, I, I come for previews. I will be mad if we late, and I don't be Yeah, it, it was 20 minutes worth of previews. I'm be sure right when they be like, Hey, put your phone on side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I need remember. to get there. The wearing birdie. Yeah, I see. And the worst part, I go, I'll take, I used to take Sean to movies. I hated doing it when he was little because I'll never forget that nigga. Trying to get him walk through the aisles and some motion. He ain't like sitting still too long. But then when he got to the point where I knew he would sit still, he, he enjoyed the popcorn and the nachos. Now he got to spend his time. Like, Man, he stopped snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, be trying to hold my whole my shit open. I'm like, bro, it ain't that I don't like the movie. It's just dark. I don't got yeah. comfortable. And then that they, was my day. you go that's to you go to the right movie theater, and then you get you you can recline wow. in that oh, movie. Yeah, recline. Boy, that's what they fucked the game. Hey. Yep. That recliner shit. Our own recliner used to be just hoping ain't nobody sitting in front of you. You put your feet on the seat before yeah. you. Like, yeah. Hey, like, hey somebody somebody told me they was like, man, Aquaman was good. I was like, shit, I wouldn't know. I slept through the entire. <laughs> <laughs> movie theaters that got them lay down beds. I'm like, first of all. I won't see the movie. Second of all, depending on what I'm in here watching and who I'm in here with, somebody getting cracked. Y'all gonna get another movie in this bitch. So therefore, in conclusion, I I don't think that's the best place. Yeah, I couldn't do that because I'm like, who else was sitting here? Y'all time to disinfect. Y'all don't disinfect the fucking seats on the regular. Yeah. So a whole hey, I ain't gonna lie. Change the sheets out like the hotel. I ain't gonna lie. I miss the moolah though. The little little couch joint. I miss the moolah. 
So, was this, you, what was you this mean? your first time being in the theater anything. since the pandemic? No, I've actually been to the theater a couple times. I've seen the Eternals. I didn't. I didn't seen a couple things since the, you know, hell, uh, Star Wars and other shit. I didn't see it. Shit on motherfucking TV. I went to the theaters now, so I'm like, I'd rather watch that shit in the comfort of my own. So like, like Spider Man and I'm a. I come from a big Marvel family, so we we go ten deep to see Marvel. Now for Spider Man, I I actually looked up one of my homeboys had won some with AMC where he got a private viewing. Oh wow! So we got to see it. At seven o'clock the night before it released, Ooh. so we got a chance to see oh, it. It was twenty. It was twenty of us. It, it, it was twenty of us, and it was at the AMC in Chesterfield. So they had the whole oh, bar. Oh. They had. The, so I've so been there. Bro, it cost too much to come to this motherfucker. You want me to? No, get it was like he like since he y'all, won it. Y'all we won. Like yeah, covered. yeah. This was covered. I, I, so I, like, that's the now I get now. Talking. Man, it was when I say it was it was lit. If you go to the movies and see it. It's no, two. It's two uh, post credit scenes. Don't get up to the lights. Come on. I ain't heard no bad yeah. reviews from people that. Re- and I ain't gonna say, but I never got into that whole Marvel DC phase of life. Like, I liked cartoons, but the comic cartoons just wasn't me. So it was like they cool, but I didn't get to like the backstories to where you would have really been interested. Mm-hmm. But you know, all was going on. But time I even realized the motherfuckers had backstories. I was like, bro, I'm too deep into this. I don't even want to go back. Shit. Don't get me into the movie. Hey, shit. Because I would. dress up as them damn. No, I literally tell folks like this. Black girls do cosplay. Shout out to Esther Moore. Hey, Esther. That's what's up. My everything mother is what I call her, but I do it with her queen, Esther's artistry. So I do do cosplay characters with her brother. I did Melina, Melina for Mortal Kombat. You, All this you, I just show up and she does the magic. Hold on, you did Melina? Yeah, I did. That's what you think. That's what you thought. All right. Yeah. I, I yeah. want to be Blank Man. So if she ever want to do yes, cosplay, <laughs> Blank Man or Quail somebody Man from Doug, I'll do that. She is hey. doing the 90s theme. I'll do Quail. Oh. I'll be the black so, Quail Man. That would be On my mom, I'll be Quail Man. I'm definitely following her. I saw one of your pictures. I was like, I'll just follow yeah, I might have to. Do, I'm Esther definitely gonna have to do that. Amazing. Like, nobody is doing what she's doing. Not only does she do the photography and the sets, but the like, makeup, paints, the design. She does she body paint. She does uh, everything. She like is astonishing. Nobody is doing what she do out here. That's nobody. what's up. Oh, yeah, the lady doing it. And showing that black people can do more. I don't know why everybody. Yeah, because you know, a lot of times, a lot of times they they don't. A lot of times, people. You know. It's it's odd being a blurred these days, and, and and blurred is for real black people that are nerds. We all know what blurred is. We we've made that, you know. But it's hard being a blurred, you know, because because people be like. You know, because it, it you get judged by every side. You get the the in the cosplay world or in the comic book world, you got people over there that are like, well, you don't belong here. That person then, wasn't black. You know, and and you got to go through all of that. Like it's just it, it's a lot. So I, I commend you on that because being a, a black person in cosplay, like when I hear that shit, they be like, "Well, that person wasn't black." I'm like, "Nigga, the Egyptians wasn't white." But here we are. Right. So if you want to get deep into this, we all been we doing cosplay. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. We, got time. we I it's definitely kill them with that. Yeah. Mm. I love seeing it because one, when black women do it, I think just because one, black women are amazing. So yeah, that's number facts. One. But Knowing that you're gonna get that, I think the negative thought to it, it's like when they do it, they do that shit, and you see it, and you be like, 
Damn, y'all look good. Right. And, and that's, that, my thing is, when I see black women do cosplay, what really gets black me Thelma. is that I feel I, I'm torn between the the respect factor I have for black women, and it's like, hey, you're doing cosplay. That's dope. Then the other side of me is like, damn, you fine. Can we you can we take that like to the bedroom and do like like? <laughs> you know, mama, I've had fantasies. Thelma in this motherfucker. You, know, you want to? I, Jessica I, Rabbit I, I, has I'm been bay for my do life. That dude. Like, um, she. I'm, I'm on I'm on it. If you want to boot, you want to show up as Velma one day. That's it. Listen, Where's my glasses? I'll, I'll help you, you find it. Snack for show. Sure. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Y'all should do that as a couple's bitch and book it with Esther. You can be Scooby. She nigga already had me in goddamn Christmas pajamas. Y'all need to book yourself creative. Once you've got the pajamas. Hey, the pants is hot. No, no, it was a shirt. It's Okay. Oh, why you saying? Okay, no, it's cold. It's very cold. cold. I'm gonna away, so nigga be out now. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking this. at the kids because they had days. Where they're like, oh, we got it on. I'm like, I ain't worried. They're like, yes, you is. And I'm like, so I, I seen them put it on. I'm like, then I'm like, I get in the room with them. I'm like, man, y'all look niggas supposed to be like, nah, they don't want to wear this. They like, what the fuck? No, the kids is with the shit. Right. Okay. No, they was with the shit till niggas found out they had to take pictures. Then it was like, oh, we got to take pictures. Now, my blood is crazy. Hold on, hold like, so I got to? I'm like, boy, sit your ass down. If I got to, you got you to. Got oh, did they, did, now, did y'all get a photographer come in, or did y'all do the, boy, we got the camera, and we got the 10-second countdown? I got a tripod and 10-second countdown. Hey, that's the. Next year, we said we'll do, she said next year. I wonder how you can figure out I was like, cool. Right I ain't put out a video. We got a whole, like, two-minute video. A bunch of, no, that ain't cute. It's just me and her talking shit about me having to wear this it's just me flaming. Oh. It's two minutes of me flaming her for me having you know, to wear this outfit. You, you probably missed me. I said, I wonder how many he can figure out it's actually me. You just skipped one. He skipped a couple of them already. This her? This you? Yeah. That's the recent one, I think. Slash. Yeah, that's the recent Well, look, y'all, as we get oh. deep into this, I realize we ain't all go over our little spiels. Oh, as always, I am Nico the Great. And then oh, my bad. Confused. My bad. I'm, he I'm, I'm, he is confused. Uh, hold on. Pass that back before I get in trouble. Oh. Um, I am the past master, and Merry Christmas, Granny. Go ahead, bake me them cakes and them cookies. I was gonna say something else, but I ain't gonna do it today. I saved I save that type of contact and information for next week. And I am your motherfucking favorite, Big Jeans. Motherfucking favorite everything. Everything. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. If you gonna say that, you gonna have a tagline. You gotta say it. Everybody's motherfucking favorite everything. Okay. See, she, she still has sleep. That's favorite. what it is. I'm just tired. I've been drinking since eleven. Oh, no. Well, first of all, that's, that's first of all, hold on. Did you get a worse. did you get a text message today about we drinking at eleven? No, 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 no. Don't text me about that shit because that's who no. I'm, this yeah. is my job. Like I had a job that started with. No, you know, part of my stuff is like a lot of network, and I do a lot of the community stuff. And hey, let me come spend this good corporate coin on you, and everybody wants to drink. Nobody drinks more than a good white man. Nobody. Facts. Nobody. 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 Right. We oh, went, yeah. I went to for a salad. It was a salad place at like 11. And I was like, get two bottles of wine. Baby, it's two of us. Why would we going to do this at? All right, so you want me to do this? All right, boo. I used to chill. It was it's every day. Every day. So I'm exhausted. But I'm, I'm full of together. No, I'm
I realized that the only I think day drinking is only What's cool. That? What's that? One? It's the babies. Calm oh, down, first. Oh, oh, who is that? Like, who, who is that? Who, 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 what it's is a baby? It's a child. No, day drinking is only cool. But that's dope town. It is. When I was in Miami and we was drinking, I was just like this. I'm I don't like the fact that it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I it feel like it's three in the morning. And your drunk don't even feel the same with all the sunlight and shit on Exactly. Like, that should absorb more. I'm like, no, nah, bro. I, I look at like I'm gonna take this nap. I no. got messed up in the walls. I was like, them grenades, I was like, Yeah, you gotta take a nap. I did one of them big ass. Woke up, was ready to go out that night. In Vegas, like one of them big they have them in uh New Orleans first time I saw them, like the big that's what yeah. it was. She got the big dumb ass. We bought two of them the first night mm-hmm. from a casino. She's like, well, I'll buy them. And I was like, all right, well, they're big boys. I'll get them over. I'll give them the bar. Yeah, but the one they gave us, the shit was so sugary. Like, the slush was so sugary. Yeah. Yeah. I took two, three sips. I'm like, she looked at me. She's like, I can't drink this one. I don't want no more. I was like, well, good. I don't feel bad for mm-hmm. not finishing this. Okay. I drunk maybe this much, but the next time we got them, it was a place that was set up like trucks. Yeah. So they had the liquor mixed in, spinning around all the time. Yeah. That shit, they'll get, they'll let you mix them up. I drank two of them motherfuckers the day we was leaving. I was drunk on that plane like a motherfucker. I was like, I can fuck with these. The first ones got my stomach hurting. Man. First time I went to Vegas in 2014, I got a guitar. I didn't know what it was cool. I was type of liquor. Yeah, I got to do Vegas. Vegas, you got to exercise like for three months when you go to Vegas. You go with this damn walk. It's almost goddamn walking walk in Vegas. You know. Listen, my knees still hurt. What? Oh, my God. They do not. I ain't never walked 45 miles in four days. I did that in New Orleans. I lived in New When you think, I mean, and the crazy part is to not be going so far. But it's not like you're doing it. You busy. Like, you're right. You're not. Yeah, but still, like, that that Vegas. Just get some good shit. When you get an Apple Watch and you got that Apple Watch and then you get back to your room, like, 31,000 steps today. you like, I did that? If I pulled up my drone from the And I looked at my normal steps. That's what blew me looking at my normal walking through a day. I was like, damn, bro. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear. That's exactly how I feel. I felt just fine. I'm like, damn, I can do that third. I can do it. You get a new respect for what type of shoe you wear, too, when you go to Vegas. We did you did that. The downfall, the, the only time that made it bad was that third night when we we uh, decided just to randomly go outside. And we was like, well, we ain't going to go nowhere and get some food. Maybe go up the street a little bit. We ain't going to go too far. So we had flip flops on. Oh, no. And then, too, not too far, mm-hmm. turned up. Next thing I know, we was by the Bellagio. Mm. That probably was like a mile away from our hotel. So we walked there. Then we walk her back. And she ain't used all that walking. So I had to take so many intermissions. All I keep hearing is the sound effects of her being damn and walking. <laughs> I'm less just. <laughs> 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 Whew. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's all I heard. Yeah. From. Oh, I, I'm so weak. Shit. <laughs> That's how you know you're tired. Like, like, shit. Fuck. God. But I made it back. But the only thing I like was the fact that no matter what time, I can get something good to eat. Yeah. I hate places like here. It when the shit closed down. Everything closed. I gotta eat nothing but I only got McDonald's or rallies or Taco Bell. I'm like, bro, I don't want that shit. I want right. some fucking food. food. Like some yeah. shit where it's like, bro, we end up morning. We just got all types of shit. Tacos. I had some like carne asada fries. Mm. I don't know. The French fries itself could have just been easy. I don't know what type of French fries they had or what they seasoned them with, but then they put like the white cheddar cheese and the steak mm-hmm. on there. It was steak mm-hmm. and shrimp. Oh, I lost my mind with that shit. I'm telling you right now, we went we went down on Fremont, and when we was on Fremont, they had I ain't eating nothing over there. Oh, they, 
So they went, I went down there to play poker. They went down there and they ate at some barbecue restaurant. Hey, that barbecue where they like, where it's like, it's damn near like hazing or something to go in that mug. They caught like this, like the heart attack or something. I think it's yeah, called. I see yeah. it. Oh, yeah. that's what it's yeah, called. If you over yeah. three fifty, you eat for free. Yeah, three fifty enough, you that's, eat for that's free. Everywhere. You know, oh, it really is. It really is. But they, no, what's fucked up? It ain't fucked up. They offer it's fucked up. Your big ass came because you knew you was three fifty for the white shit. I know I'm going. Every up. Friday, I go over the heart attack because I know them niggas ain't gonna charge me. Yeah. Yep. She wanted to go to the little ice bar. I remember, I remember, you were, they used to have one here in St. Louis. You remember, they had a, over on the Central West End, they had a Sub-Zero Vodka. Sure did. That Sub-Zero actually used to hit, like, I would go to that mud, and I don't even like vodka, but I would go there just because it was like a, it was kind of like a vibe to be in there. And you, it's it's summer outside, but you in here freezing your ass off like. did it had I known I could walk back outside into heat. Right. Vegas was, when we was outside at night, 45. It got out oh, Thursday. Yeah. It was cold. Okay. We, we just went the last week, yeah. the 9th through the 12th, so yeah. it was cold. Yeah, it so I'm like, I was like, hey, I'm cold now. Yeah. I'm not going to go in here and sit on ice. And see, we did it in Miami, on. so when, like you said, when you come out, it's hot, so it was okay. They don't sit on like the first time. Sub-Zero and just felt like I was going to have a whole vibe. I was like, Sub-Zero? Yeah, I would have went. The like, first time I went to Miami, or no, the first time I went to Vegas, I went in 2014. No, 26, 2016. All I can say is going to Vegas in the summertime was the worst mistake I ever made. I went Vegas in June. In I heard. That's what oh I told my, too. Bruh. When I say, I had, I had hair, my hair was like this. It was so hot that I literally came back to St. Louis and was like, hey, cut all this shit off. I went back to a fade. I was like, it was so hot. My hair, I was just like, it, it literally. Like spring, I like spring, fall. I like, cause I heard that summer is a bitch. That's, bruh. The every day out there, every day out there, like the the low, the lowest te- high, the lowest high temperature when I was out there was ninety nine, and that was because it rained. Every other day, every other day was one hundred five, one hundred seven. Man, I agree. We went for the Fourth of July one year, dumb. Dumb, dumb and trifling. Never again. But then we went in October. We go probably once a year. But we went in October, and it was perfect weather. Like it was. It was yeah, beautiful. when I, when I went in March, I, I, said, I went in March, and it was good. I love okay. Spring or fall? Yeah, when I went in March, it was love. Really? Yeah, it was love because like even on even on the hot days, mm-hmm. it was still like not blazing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it like hell, we went out to the Grand Canyon and shit. It it, it was great out there. I don't do I that. I like heat though. Shit. Crazy thing is, I love you. I hate cold. You like I, cold. I, I hate cold. I don't want hate cold. cold. See, I, I, I love hate cold. cold. I hate but I hate really? heat. I, hate cold I like too. dry But you can control I can control my body temperature more in the cold than I can deal with in the heat. You can only true. get so, so naked. naked. Yep. You right. I can put Seriously. on hella cold shit. What you gonna do start taking your skin off? That might work. That might work for well, y'all. That don't work for. That don't work for dudes. I don't like that. Cause yeah, I, yeah, these I balls is about to hang right. on. There. I was like, no, shit, no, that's no, a hot to be. I'm gonna get naked, but I don't like that hole, that heat where I gotta walk outside. I'll be outside an hour. Every time I come in, I feel like I need a shower. Yeah, I don't like that type of heat. I don't see. I don't sweat like this. I guess that's my nigga. Nah, see, I'm. 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 See, I'm fat. I'm fat. I get the sweat and little rolls and shit. 
I used to be a little slim. I was cool in the summertime. Now, nigga, you ever pull your shirt out? This whole part right here, you're wet. You know what I'm saying? That little, hey, I hate that. Right here in the back. Hey, you be looking for a sweater in the summertime? Take my big ass home. Yeah, right. I'll you I wear an undershirt, so that get wet first. <laughs> but the messed up thing is, I wear an undershirt and then I'll be hot because my undershirt wet. I'll be like this. I'm like, so you just And then you'll do some shit wet. like get in the car. You get in the car with the air conditioning blasting and that little shirt get cold <laughs> in the motherfucker. You like this. She just be dumb. Dumb. I'm like, no. Hey, look. But that walking in from heat, like being in that heat. When you walk into the air, when you walk, you walk into a, into the casino, like, you walk into one of the casinos or something, you be like, yes, yes, like, yes God. That's yeah. how I felt in Vegas. It was so hot. But walk in, they had that heat pumping. My boy's walking out. I'm like, Lord, if I ever did anything wrong, I'm sorry. 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 I'm Cause they first of all, hey, if you ever go to Vegas and you see niggas asking, if a nigga asks you, well, what you got planned for the week? Don't respond yeah. because that's how they get you into them goddamn. Oh, yeah. Well, shit, you can do this for ninety dollars, yeah. but you gotta uh-huh. go watch this timeshare video. I'm like, nigga, bro, I just bought this shit at discount from you. We'll make sure you think I got four bands to buy a timeshare right. off of your ass. Clearly, I'm out here looking for a budget baller. Right. So man, I did two of them, motherfuckers. The first, the second one, I didn't know we was gonna have to do, but I was like, whatever. We already here, so niggas. Man, I started having to talk bad to them niggas. I'm like, I told you, <laughs> no, multiple times. Don't keep praying, cause then they get to the point where it's like, well, you just pay two hundred dollars today. That's all you gotta pay left. I'm like, well, why you ain't start with this one? Right. Cause you started with this discounted timeshare, nigga. Hey, before you yeah, trying to get me to buy a new timeshare, I get it. You need the money. Don't go get another motherfucking manager, bro. Yeah. Like, come on. And I had one dude. He was in this. He was talking. He was amazing. And I'm like, okay. Nigga, ain't nothing in my obligation. I gotta buy shit from you. Exactly. So, therefore, in conclusion, nigga, I'm like, bro, stop bringing that up. They I'm gonna tell the spectrum folks in Walmart. What service do you have? Not right. you, not hey. So, tell everybody if you go, every day is your last day. Yep. And it's, oh, what you doing, shit, bro? I'm about to leave. I'm about a couple hours. We just walk around bro, to the I'm plane. Yep. Nigga, stop talking instantly mm-hmm. after that shit. I, I can tell you right now, if you don't, you, if you don't go to Vegas with a plan, you bound to fail. You got to know exactly what you want to do. Okido, I had, we literally went there with no plan. I'm not, I see, I, I, told, I told Marie, I said, I want to go to the so shows. To I know, I want to go to the Grand Canyon. Like see, we, went yeah. saw, we went and saw the damn uh, Jabberwockies while we was out there. They show was lit. They show was lit. I almost went and bought some shit. Yeah, they show was lit. Have y'all ate at the Blackout restaurant in Vegas? Those faces were so adorable. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's this restaurant we went when we went October last year. It's called the Blackout, and so you don't know what's on the menu. You say like I'm allergic to whatever you know it may be, but you go in this room and it's pitch black. They take your phone. Mm, that sounds like sex trafficking. No, yeah. so listen, I, I am, so listen, I am like the sex yeah. traffic queen. I'm like y'all, this is unsafe. Like yeah, the like fuck is happening here? Me. But when I tell y'all, it's so fucking dope. It's like seventy, eighty dollars. It's like a five course meal. You can order alcohol, like. And they bring you your food out, and you can't see it. And, like, they'll kind of describe certain stuff. Like, this is, you know, your first course, and this is this. And then you don't know what you ate until the very end. You eat in the dark? It's pitch black. Oh, hell. You can't. They take your phones. You can't have, like, no smart watches. No nope. nothing with light. 
The shit was so dope though. It sounded like a wonderful experience. It is a super and the food was good. Being as a picky eat nigga. It was so so a lot like of that. us were two people was like, I'm not gonna eat this and I'm like, just try the shit. Like we heard we always do the same shit in Vegas. You come, you get drunk, you walk up and down the street. Let's do something different. Mm. The shit was super dope. Well, now that I see a survivor. Yeah. 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 This is my testimony of the Blackout restaurant. Is it on the strip? No. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, when you go to Vegas. Though, for real, don't just stay on strip. Get off yeah. the strip. Hey, it's a, it's a. I had told them. I feel like the strip is cool for your first time because yeah, 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 yeah. After that, then you can. But 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 also go to Fremont. Go to Fremont while you're there. But then you gotta get. Right. You you gotta. We did all kind of shit. Like I don't know what it's called, but it's like it's in the desert with the different color rocks. So it's so we it's I know what so you're talking dope. about. So we went because I'm like the big I want to see the sunrise, sunset. That's kind of my thing wherever we go. And when I say that shit was so dope, like we go. probably spent a whole day just off the strip doing so straight, you know, other yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, you go. You gotta eat time. at the restaurant. I want I want I want to do I want to do a group trip. I want to do a group trip, a group trip to Vegas. That way, if I want to do something with a big group of people, we can. If not, everybody kind of got their own little yeah, couples oh, and break off. Yeah, 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 like you said, couples. That way, yeah. you and your partner can go right. this way because yeah. when you do it, just three, like, mm-hmm. nah, too many. Well, they they did it, but yeah, but I wasn't doing this. Literally, my close group, like we got to be in there, like group, like living single friends. I said that sounds interesting. They try. It's dope. What up, Saint? You gotta you gotta be somebody that's. You gotta be somebody that's not a hunt like everything is ill. You can't be a chicken strip nigga. I don't like all the people like that. Yeah, a chicken yeah. strip. Right. But we yeah. had people because yeah. it was five or six of us. I mean, it was a nice sized group of women that went, and we definitely had that. I don't do this, and I don't do this, and I'm like, bitch, we going. We in one car, so either you come or, or stay the stay? fuck at the hotel. Yeah, and these right. are options, and like literally nobody. Had no clue. Like, I don't even like to be in that. Kind of energy. 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 Right. In the dark, like, I'm packing number jokes. Yeah. The whole <laughs> meal. I'm yeah. flaming niggas in the dark. I'm like, man, what y'all asking? And so, if the thing about it is, it's a you can't even see how many people are in there. So you know, like your table is your. Oh, so it's other people. It's it's a restaurant. It's an actual. Thing. So hold on. So it's people. So how are the people going around? So with they. So the, the servers. I, I don't know what they wear. These kind of glasses thingy, so they can see us. Like, they know how to be able to tell. Yeah, like, they know. I'm going to get the first thing to touch me wrong, and they'll be like, boo, boo. But then, like, you can hear the other people, so we're like, hey, you know, just talking back and forth, and I'm telling y'all, it was one of the dopest I got to try that shit. I do. Now I got to try it. I got to do it now. I care about the food. I just be there like, y'all niggas over there in the left corner, ugly as hell, boy. Right, look at you, boy. You can't see us. I can't see your ugly ass. You can't see nothing. Everything Bring it outside, bro. Bring it outside. Yeah, that's exactly what they be like. And, it's, and so they change the food. They change it every week. So, like, you have no idea of even guessing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh my friend was here last time. They didn't put that bitch on the internet. Nope. Like I said, you just tell them what that's you don't though, eat. like, the mystery no, of it. No, I don't. You know why? You know why the mystery part fucked me up? Because I just watched one of them cooking shows. Where it's, like, an extreme cooking show. Mm. They do mystery. He was like, I, and I don't think I watched the whole show. I saw it on, like, a TikTok reel. It was like, but well, these are the three options of what this food could have been. Like, this animal, this animal, or human flesh. Oh. And so everybody was like, well, I know it's not human flesh. They cook with woo And he was like, yeah, the meal y'all ate was made of human flesh. Oh. And them women was, that lady, the, that white lady was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> she was like, I got to go. She was like, 
and I felt her like, nigga, don't just be sorry. I don't even know who the fuck this was. Right. Did y'all cook the AIDS out this nigga? Why? Did you cook the AIDS out this nigga first? Like, you don't even know who this is. But look, before we go a little further, y'all. Because we got some time, y'all. They said we, we got a little more. Even though the show is an hour and a half, we really do as long as we fucking feel like anyway because uh, the people don't care. Y'all think. Y'all think. You got We did a lot of introductions. Some of y'all know her as Cherry. <laughs> I ain't figured out the last name, so I'll never say that one. It is my last name. Charity, your last name? Last no, Bean. Yeah, Bean. Bean. Is oh, that's why I don't be thinking. People have them last names where you don't be thinking this thing. Like, this ain't her real name. That's my real last name. Yeah, one of the ladies I work with uh, doing, matter of fact, she was in the picture with you. Ooh. Camille Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's my real last name. She's like, yeah, that's my husband's last name. I'm like, yep. And then hearing the stories of how last names came about when I used to be younger, mm-hmm. shit crazy. Because slave masters and shit. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. bad, yeah. boy. If a white man's last name, Mario, don't beat me his ass. Like, no, my sister. Like, no, my real talk. My, su- my sister, when she was a freshman in high school, she got she went to all girls school. In her class was a girl who had the same last name, and it was a white girl. And one of the one of the random white girls was like, "Are you guys related?" And my sister looked at the girl like, "I'd be like, yeah, uh, her people probably own mine." Somebody I, that, did do that shit. You got to make. Yeah. yeah, I saw like, the viral yeah. post. Somebody at the uh, they was at work, work in the meeting. They were like, "Oh, are you guys related?" She was, like, she was like, "Yeah, yeah, their people probably own my people as slaves." Like, cause with my uh, with my last name, I love make white people on like with with my last name. When you when you hear my last name, they like, oh yeah, you it ain't that many. I only know so many. Like first time, Grimes. I knew I grew up with a girl named Sky Grimes. I know you. Sky bad, but she is. I'm just speaking. Shout out to my nigga Sky, but Sky Fire. But I grew, I grew up with her like in high. I think middle school. May not middle school. I know high school for sure. She may have been middle school. What up, Rod? But. We got into the last names because some of y'all know as Charity Bean. That's her last name. <laughs> some of y'all just know as Charity. Some of y'all know Doula Bean. I know her as the Coochie Advocate. <laughs> you got to say it like that. You so it's C O O is lowercase. The Chi is all capitalized. That's something we dubbed at the. That was Maybe on the Chi. So that's why this episode number 99 is the Coochie Advocate Part 2. <laughs> Because she's been here. She's been here two other times. Okay. One solo, which was the Coochie Advocate, the part one. We ain't named it part one because we never knew it was a part two coming. But then the second one was, I think I called it the Doula Report. It was. Because that was the name of the squad. They were wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we kicked it with them. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to all the doulas all around the world, period. Shout out to Because y'all out here making my, like my first, like I tell people, my first time ever hearing about a doula was Erica Badu when she had gotten to or I can't even say when she got into it, more so when I heard her about her doing right. it, because she's probably been doing it for years. But just think about having a baby knowing you can have Erica Badu be a part of that process. Okay, I'm like, baby, I don't even want you to do nothing but sing on and on, <laughs> didn't you know, and bag lady on repeat, till I leave. That's all I want. Think so of, sick of think of, but think about Speaking somebody walking in the house on, and seeing Erica Badu sitting there. Let me see your pain. If I, I was the father, I walked in there and saw Erica Badu, I would fucking faint in one seat my kid till I woke up because it's fucking Erica I saw her in concert I was far away from her and I felt like she looked me dead in my soul you got a question it's just, some, it's just right. something right. about Lord that it's just something about that woman for my little rapid that's fire miraculous just her aura this and she, she Pisces as well I don't know her exact birthday but I know she's in my realm mm-hmm. it's just I like people with good aura about her 
Cherry is one of those people as well. Exactly. It's always a vibe. Shout out to Cherry for giving outside of me hosting this show. My first ever time hosting an event was her second annual doula community baby shower. Now, Mars, she hit me up about it. I think I can do this. And, and it was a different realm. For a lot of people don't know, I got social anxiety. I don't like being around people. This show is a stretch for me. And it's because I get to control the environment. Mm-hmm. But when I get, inv- I get invited to a lot of stuff, and I'll be really wanting to get out there and network more. And I'll be with it. I'll be amped up until the day come. I'll find something else to do. And this is my first time, like, really speaking on that shit. Like, right, it really I'm bothers right. me to be in front of a bus. I'm, I'm the most really? anti-social. I'm the most sociable, anti-social person you'll ever meet. I know I can talk when I need to, but I'll be in the room. Everybody's like, damn, brother, like, he ain't saying nothing because I don't know y'all. Right. And right. it's just, we, I don't know what it is about me. I, and I wasn't always like this. I always had the little shy factor when I don't like to talk to people. But getting in big crowds like college, I was cool with it. We kicked it, danced, all this type shit at parties. But now, I'm like, bro, you got to get. So that's my goal in 2022. Like, Good, really getting over that. I'll come back because that was cool. But more things. My whole thing. I was so nervous doing it. Not because of the talk, but it was like, bro, what did you say? Like, I'm like, I have a script right now for me. Like, so I know what I'm going to say on this show. Everything right. else is drunk freestyle. <laughs> but I'm like, this time it's me holding the mic. The environment is not no loud turn environment. Uh-huh. It's a more subtle environment. I'll oh, be a little more PG. Yeah. But. It was cool. I was like, once a month, me and the DJ connected. He gave me the mic. Don't yeah. you say he missed y'all? Right. It's my guy, Rob. Oh, Rob, my man's, yeah. I went to, I went to Lincoln with Rob. Wait, well, look, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna put my age out there. Put my age out there. I taught Rob when he was, yeah. I taught Rob when he was in high school. Yeah, me and Rob went to Lincoln together. That's my guy. Also. Matter of fact, if y'all don't know, Rob is the person that actually made the logo. Yes, sir. For the new ethnic is more logo. Shout out to the problem, child. That's my man's man. He met if y'all listen to him. I think it's ninety three point nine. You could you could put it on there, Rob, to make sure I'm correct. But he he's on the radio out in D.C. Maryland yeah. area. Oh, that's dope. He got his yeah. master. He got his undergrad at Lincoln. Got his master at Bowie State. Bowie State in Maryland. But yeah, he on the radio out there. Two time HBCU okay. alum. Okay, people know you. We got folks in here. Say, hey, my Bean Bean, double Bean Bean squared in this motherfucker, y'all. Wait, look, wait, look. You know what that means? That's like an auntie or something. That, that's somebody. That's a family oh, name. That's a family name. Bing Bing. Low key. That's the TTB. You know, you get called TTB. I'm legit an auntie. Like I have two nephews and it's nothing. I've been dying to get auntie black woman in my life. Low key. I like that life. Auntie life. This is great. Yeah, it is. If I ain't never, if I didn't have no kid by now, that's the life I would have lived. Really? Low key. I would. Low key. I was going into the fire daddy PTA life. To my oh, God. <laughs> she get when she read all my old posts before her. She like, oh, I can't stand reading them fucking memories. I was like, well, girl, you knew where you found me at. Because <laughs> we didn't, we met on social media. Like, I straight, she was on my friends you may know for the longest. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes I just found more people, I just delete them off of there so it right. fill up. But she just kept popping the fuck back up. I'm like, well, she cute. So I asked her. Uh-huh. She and we got to be. We got, I mean, we just started flaming each other on random. Girl. She'd pop up in something. It was, I forgot something about a phone. She commented on, and we just started being cool from there. And I told her the night we, I got off slid in her inbox one time with that go to bed message. Did she go? Wait, wait, wait. Look, here the fuck you go. <laughs> I know. I slid in her message with the, the go to bed message. I was drunk. And I told her I was, like, girl, I was drunk as a skunk at somebody else's house. Yeah, I mean, the other girl. I ain't like. But so I was talking to her ass. We was, I 
I was messing with other people. I don't even know what the other person's doing. And then I was drunk, and then I remember waking up the next morning, I looked at my messages. When I get super drunk, when I was single, I just go through my mouth. Like, oh, the fuck did I say? Yeah, what I what have I done? Yep. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I just remember making a post the next day, like, bro, I straight sent a photo being tested last night. I really felt like that nigga that asked, so let me get a hug. I remember that post. I remember that post. I felt like a let me get a hug ass nigga. And <laughs> we was cool. We were rocking ever since. And now she got me wearing matching pajamas. Aww, so you I never know it. how shit gonna happen. Right. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't, a lot of people don't. I ain't like serious girlfriends. People I've seen my girlfriend before in my entire life. I'm gonna read this one. Just so y'all know, she's my mentor and she taught me a lot and did not play. Made sure I stayed on point from reading and taking my quizzes. Being a doula is dope as fuck. Thank you, Ben. We got the goat. Goat doula Ben in the building. Shout out to Antoinette Pharrell. Tuned in tonight. I appreciate you tapping in with us and we appreciate the good work you out here doing in the community. Thank you, thank you. So man, it, it's uh, yeah, we do razzle and dazzle, right? It's razzle and dazzle, man. So I, I, I think <laughs> it's definitely, four four. it's yeah, definitely time for some numbers. I've been spacing out Damn. just because I know he's gonna be gone. Yeah, he's gonna be gone for a minute. But before I even get to those numbers, as always, shout out our wonderful sponsors, the law offices of Attorney Roderick C. White. Y'all can add them. Matter of fact, he got four pages. On social medias, yeah. you can look up I Got You STL. Okay. I Got You DC. No, no, I got you, Casey. I got you, Shy for Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's, I think Dallas, Dallas. Fort. So I got you, DFW. Oh, so shit. he practices law in Texas, Dallas Fort Worth area. I think he could do I the whole Texas. I did see his sign when I was yeah. in Dallas. It messed me up. I'm like, oh. Cra- I've been hearing him for years. Turn your record to a check everywhere. In Chicago, yeah, like, at the crib, the main radio station they in Chicago. They right. play his shit on there. Don't know how to drive. Shit, St. Louis don't know how to drive. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago don't know how to drive. drive. And KC <laughs> niggas can't drive yeah, I'm going to tell you one thing. I, I, I learned Houston folks don't know how to drive either. Houston talk. Hey, hey, Houston let me know. I was like, she's like, would you move here? Fuck no, not with this traffic. You five miles away. I were in 15 That's minutes. Like Atlanta. I'm good. I said I would move there, but not Atlanta. Maybe the outskirts of Georgia so I could be my own. Just kind of like, I like being around positive black people. So, and growing it's, up it's in a suburban area where I live on a block. We was the only yeah. black family on our block unless the other ones came and moved in. So, I grew up in the west suburbs of Chicago. So, it was like my mom and them was able to get the cool crib on the house full of white people and Latino people. So, I had, but all my best friends stay around the area. So, I, I like being somewhere I can ride my bike to my friend's house. Not right. worried about shit. Like, where I, live, where I stay at now, I don't let my son ride outside for shit. Just because I'm like, oh yeah, they can trip it up. Cahokia. Yeah. Bye. But yeah, your, your child. Hey, your child bigger than me. You and Shiloh. So, why you bring up my baby? Yeah, my baby. I see him in person. I always saw the picture. I saw him in person for the first time. Five, ten and a half. Well, listen. I saw my homie for the first time in person. This the girl next nigga that be on her page. They still. Oh, but he, you know he's still young because his age is all in his face. Mm-hmm. He ain't got, he ain't got like the super age where he got the facial hair. Like his age. It's coming, got three learners. But see, about to drive at his age, if I had his height, it would have been crazy because I had, I had a chin strap since I've been eighth grade. Like That's facial hair. My daddy is a hairy ass team. dude, so I don't have facial hair. Bye. I had the mustache in sixth, seventh grade, like coming in. I had a fool going to the barbershop, lining up chin strap in the eighth grade. 
If I was his height, people would have been confusing me forever. Like dead. <laughs> I was like, actually finna bring him and that people like, nah, if I ain't talking, I ain't coming. Man, look, I was like, look, like, I, I told him, I was like, come on, Jay. He was like, nope. Matter of fact, look, shout out to AB because we're our youngest guest on here. Yeah. Six As a matter of fact, he. I'm bringing him next time. He, he's, yeah. he's 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 in high school over in, on the hillside. He junior high. He's fourteen. He's only at. Oh shoot, my my nephew played played. My nephew is a junior at Eastside. Play football for Eastside, so we had him on the show uh, back in August. Okay. You know, and he a stellar athlete got fifty offers for colleges. So I can't I'm coming that. back too. I'm bringing my baby. Right. Yeah. Seventy-seven. Talk about moms and their sons. But no, I'm yeah. teenagers. You should do that. Yeah, because she got she got one. Son, I be wondering like we trying to do all types of episodes. It yeah. Ain't just about the interviewing entrepreneurs and business owners and musicians and all that. We trying to expand it, especially twenty twenty two, man. Yeah. We gonna we gonna really brainstorm some good ideas. Yeah. Like I like the same show I used to tell the last two co hosts. Shout out Yeah Yo the General, Melanie Marie. Hey. See y'all next week. They supposed to be next week is our hundredth episode, so I'm telling people so you've been guest. If you are free, I bring my son. No, no, you're not to the episode. Not to the episode. Never mind, I bring me. That's the yeah, episode. There we go. That's the one where we all dressing up. Yeah, we dressing up, and it's gonna be drink. Suit that episode, yeah. like, I like, I'm gonna have somebody. Shout out to Gourmet Soul. They they I'll gonna be here. they gonna cater for because they gonna come on the episode, do one with us, so they gonna cater for free yeah. for us and do that. Uh, we're gonna bring some liquor in here, man. As my favorite, as the philosopher of Chicago G Herbo says, smoke what you gonna smoke, drink what you gonna drink. Roll what you gonna roll. Do what you gonna do. Just don't step on these all white G Fazos. <laughs> Meaning, don't step on my white ones. I don't give a fuck how fucked up you get. And I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That nigga changed our Air Force Ones every hour. I want to get rich like that. First thing I ever seen him do it was Fat Joe. He had a closet on MTV mm-hmm. crib. He threw away his forces at the end of every night. But granted, he a big nigga, so them niggas is leaning. I can't. But everybody know. <laughs> everybody know the big niggas got that janitor lean. He a big oh, nigga out there. Yeah, everybody, everybody know that janitor yeah. walk. Yeah, that one fat janitor that did that sad walk with the moon. Uh-uh. Everybody had one. I had one in school, too. Hey, look at that. Hey, Aday, we'll bring shout out to Aday. Tapped in on Christmas. Aday, put my, the, the Christmas pictures on the, that's called Voice of the People, so P.O.T. News mm-hmm. on Instagram. He put the, he put the pictures on it yesterday, so they've been, they've been popping on there, too. Aday is also our executive producer, yeah, director the of the Doula Report. That's Ike Turner right there. He be on us. Uh, y'all better come on, find your ass. Come on, get yeah, on stage. I day cold with the camera working. I got, the, I got some cold. wonderful Love pictures you, when I got to do the um, when I got to be the host there. They had me come and take like photos that I got to keep. So he did some fire photos that I still use to this day. I send the people. And stuff like wonderful pictures with the look like Sesame Street type background. Of course, mm-hmm. crop crop out that part, but there were some wonderful photos. He cold with the picture. Yeah, he did our pictures so for the uh, community baby shower. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the commercials. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting. Me and bro got to lock in. I definitely want to do so. I'm going to tap in with. I'm finna 2022. I'm finna get into photography, just because I know like the money that's there for, it. and I take better pictures on the phone. I just yeah. saw him. Well, he, um, I think he's like starting mentoring. So yeah, I'm with it. I think if you try to mentor ahead. somebody on the photography, yeah. you got somebody, man. And I got, I got a little, like, I got like this much cloud on my end, so we can do stuff as a tag team on type of stuff. Like, I'm big on the partnering with people. Did you yeah. just tell me to shush? Like, I think <laughs> he put yes, sir. Oh, I'm like. 
I'm gonna put my glasses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't balance it. I look, if I had these contacts on, somebody got to take me I like partying. I just had that combo with somebody like the whole barter system. Yeah. I like the barter system when it's equally yoked. Yeah. Yeah, people that want to barter with you. With nothing to the table. I had to do hit me about coming because I'm charged. If I don't contact you to come on the show, you're going to pay the fee. Yeah. Because you want me best. It's not you paying to come on. You paying me to do the research about you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and it ain't even crazy. But I've had somebody. I had to do like, man. I seen you do a podcast, man. You know, we can do like a little party system, bro. You come on my show. I come on your show. I'm like, all right, man. I looked at this shit. I got like two views. And it's like I ain't knocking what you do. And it's like you just getting started, so that's cool. Right. But I'm like, bro, don't hit me with the barter part. Because we're like, not bartering. We're not yeah. on the same level yeah. of what we yeah. barter. Yeah. You're gonna benefit a whole lot more, more. from my show. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and I don't have no problem with like just going on because I understand being at the beginning. Right. Yeah. I understand building up. I, I haven't had that unfortunate uh, deed of like having issues with getting guests. I, I can say I've been blessed in that realm. It's been over 150 in the 100th episode. Like, mm-hmm. So that, that's a blessing because it's rare. And you don't have to have a lot of people podcasts ain't based on that. But yeah. we done made that shit happen. We do what we do over here at the Ethnic Issue More. And it's just gonna continue to grow and get better. Before before we move on, I, I definitely got to give a shout out to a former guest, uh, Big Brother. Well, he's like my big little brother because he's bigger than me, but he's younger than me. Uh, Bernard Quinn. Uh, shout out to my brother. Yeah, first shout out to his wife, uh, Sister Quinn, a new detective in St. Louis City. So shout out to her. Congratulations to her. But uh, my guy tomorrow is doing what he does best, which is serving others. Uh, tomorrow he'll be uh, out there, you know, pounding the streets and, and really just doing his service to the community. And he'll be at, um, uh, we'll be at Gateway 180 tomorrow. Okay. And I got to pull out the red suit, man. And a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. I love, uh, I love dressing up as Santa. Got my own Santa suit. I do it every year. So uh, I'm doing that for him tomorrow. Uh, we're going to go to the women's shelter pass out toys and stuff to the kids and, and women that are at the shelter, man. And, and this brother, I've seen this brother literally take the J's off of his feet and give them to someone who didn't have shoes. So, man, just shout out for that brother and him, him doing God's work. And, you know, so all love to that brother and, and, and what he got man. going on. So wanted to shout him out on the show. Y'all tap in because soon, like we said, we say all the time, it's two more podcasts. Oh, yeah. Me And the crazy part well, me and AD decided to have a meeting at his crib one day. I brought Sean over, his nephews over there. They playing the game, sons over there. They kicking it. We had a meeting, and the whole meeting was about how we was going to switch up Ethnic and Shamor. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, bro, you know, I kind of like the vibe we had there, but I think me and you together can do so much more. Yeah. So, in the blink of an eye, one show was burnt. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember which one of us brought it up. I, I think I think HE came first. And it was the idea of us just taking the Black College episode and running more with it. It's like, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. We, we had an HBCU episode. I'm going to start remembering these numbers verbatim per episode. <laughs> but it was, I, think it was, I think it was called HBCU Love or HBCU yeah. something. But It was HBCU we, Matters. Yeah, yeah. We had an HBCU episode to where we were really promoting black colleges. And shout out to all these athletes that are finally oh starting to God. make the wheel yes. spin. Yes. It's happening more and more. Eventually, like once once dude did it, that number one recruit. That's yeah, it. and that, that's all yeah. we needed. We yeah. just one big one. To yeah, show we didn't talk about for years. Kids. That's it. You don't have to, and that's no, it. no, what, no, what I think would make it push more. 
if those people that made it to the league, and not just a nigga that made it to the league, even if you just made it, to have more than like, hey, bro, I went to an HBCU. But you know what? It's it's happening. I think. Didn't he go to HBCU? No. Once. No. Uh, one of them big wide receivers. Somebody went to HBCU. Jerry Rice went to one. That's but, who it was. But you know. Even, but you know, a lot of times the kids today don't understand how great Jerry Rice was because they they wasn't they wasn't born yet. But it's Darius Leonard, the highest played defensive player yeah, right now at Indiana for the Indianapolis Colts, went to South Carolina State. So you got a chance to see his school go play Jackson State, which everybody knows Jackson State right now. Right. So for his school to go play JSU and have viewership of the Celebration Bowl up thirty three percent. I'll pray Deion. And, and and South Carolina State to win the game, Darius Leonard like, hey, my school won. He's uh, he, he not he they, they always say he gonna leave in the next couple because his son gonna graduate. Well, no, he, no, no, no. He get, so his son he got one son that's a freshman and one son that'll be a senior next year. So he got some more years, but a lot of people don't know what his what his statement was. I put it on Facebook the other day. A lot of people think like, oh, he jumping the Florida State or something like that. Florida State is showing their true colors to him. He played ball for them. He didn't graduate from Florida State. A lot of football yeah, players, a lot of football players will go and get they, you know, they'll go play for a school and then they get drafted so they leave. Mm-hmm. He graduated from Talladega College. I remember you which saying, is an HBCU. And a lot of people don't cuz you got to have a bachelor's degree to coach. Right. He got his bachelor's degree in like 2020. Didn't know that. Yeah, he got his degree literally like because he was coaching high school ball. He had been coaching his sons back down in Texas, and he went. Maybe. They told like you know I think the AD at Jackson State may have put the bug in his ear like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. You got to have a degree, and he went and got a degree from Talladega, and he went went and got the degree from Talladega, and you talking about. Most most HBCU alums don't need don't know much about Talladega. Like we know they got a band. We know Knights. You know, and exactly. So, you know, for them, him being an HBCU alum and then those I think his mindset right now is why can't more athletes go to those schools? And you got these you got black kids shunning a school that was created for them for a school that only uses you. And they their fans show you what happens when you don't do well or you don't do what the, you I don't fit you, their you narrative. Turn that, yeah. You turn into exactly what you thought they thought about you. Exactly. exactly. And then, it's at that point they'll be vocal about it. And yep. it's crazy because when we had Miles on the show, yep. we brought up HBCUs and it's like he wasn't even looking at them. And his first offer came from one. He got an offer from Bethune Cookman when he was in seventh grade. Because Bethune Cookman, I'm pretty sure, saw like, hey, we got to get you early. Because now he got Alabama, he got all, he got every damn every big time school you can think of. He and got, I, and I get it, I get it. Not because it ain't that you're against HBCUs. It's just these schools that you know producing constantly put. Yeah. So with his at at the skill level he is, he's NFL bound. Yeah, eventually. Like once he get that time, he gonna do his three piece. As long as he keeps progressing the way he's doing now, at the rate he's doing, guaranteed he's yeah. gonna get drafted. And it's just like. I, look, I still hope you, Miles, if you're watching, we still help you come do your announcement. Whether you do your announcement somewhere, we need it on the show. I would Whether we got to come here. set up mics and do a show yeah, somewhere I, else. I, I, would be, I would be more willing. We, we'll, we'll come to you. We'll come to you, but he, he said, he was like, man, I'm going to do my, I want to fuck with y'all with the announcement. That would be fire just you know, it's a different aspect. And, and I really think as time, I think over these next couple years, you know, what you're going to see is athletes choosing HBCUs, but HBCUs got to understand one thing. When you choose that, when when you see a Travis Hunter 
or you see some of these other athletes that are like, well, I'm going to go change the game by going to HBCU. They still look for the one and done method. So you got to get all the marketing and money involved in one year. It don't work like that with football. Well, in football, football you can do two. Or no, in football you do three. three. But think about your three though. Your three, your first year is a red shirt. Your first year could be a red shirt. Your second year you could ball out. Your third year, I, I'm just making sure I don't get injured. I want it to happen more so in basketball. Just yeah, and see, basketball is a one and done. Exactly. I haven't seen the HBCU prove that they that the level of competition and the team that they have can have somebody go for bat like football. HBCU bat. Like, I would yeah. do that if I played football. Yeah. Basketball. I would look more to the mother schools because the crazy part, your starting five is gonna be black. Like if that's what you, yeah. your starting five is gonna look like an HBCU team. The, the, pro, the problem, the problem, exactly. You you can go to the University of Kentucky and get five kids on the squad that's black. Now you playing in Adolph Rupp Arena, who didn't want no black players. You playing, you you know, like it, a lot a lot of people don't realize those kids that go to Kentucky they play in Adolph Rupp Arena. If you go watch the movie Glory Road. That's who the coach is of Kentucky. When, 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 they, when, when Texas Western is playing them, they like, that's Adolph Rupp they, they playing against. He's like, I don't want my players to play them. You know, it, but it's a lot of times the kids are desensitized to the historical aspect of stuff. And so that if you go, hell, even at Florida State, even at Florida State, all these, all these, all these black players going to play football at, at Florida State, the stadium Dope Campbell is named after someone who was blatantly racist and then you get out the, that's why they that's why they trying to move like we need to name the stadium after bobby bowden but right now it's still got the name of somebody who don't like you yeah that's you know? crazy because the one a lot of people you're not gonna look into the history of whoever something i'm like bro for somebody to be named after somebody yeah, no, I look into the history. he's somebody it's, so just look all you gotta do is type the yeah, name and you'll find out like everything you need to know about said person damn near it's crazy I'm, I'm uh historian i need to know and my babies will not y'all remember yeah, y'all remember the the, the yeah, video yeah, I remember the video last year or maybe two years ago of the white drum major. The white, the, it was a little white cold. kid. Cold, cold. He's a, he was a white drum major and it was a black, it was like a black band. So it was like a high school marching band. But not, nobody ever paid attention to the fact that the high school is Jefferson Davis High School. That's the president of the Confederacy. You had a whole, because at a, in a lot of places, the what, the, what these, a lot of white towns did was say, all right, we got to create a black school. We get, we got it. We gonna name it after Robert Lee. Robert E. Lee. We gonna name it after Jefferson Davis and make it the black school. St. Louis. St. Louis was actually exactly. And see, even in St. Louis, Charles Sumner High School was an abolitionist, but he was white. Frank C. Vachon was white, and so it's like, yeah, you get and you got people who love these school names, and they, I, I love these schools named after white white dude. You know, hell, if we really Harris Stowe, Harriet Beecher Stowe is still a white woman. She wrote a book called Uncle Tom's Cabin. I, didn't I know love that. your knowledge. Um, like you know what I'm saying? You know, but it's I teach I teach high school history. So when I when I'm breaking this stuff down to kids, and they be like, a lot of people don't realize Harris and Stowe were two separate schools. Stowe was the black teachers' college. Harris was the white teachers' college. The state said, well, y'all got to merge them. We gonna merge them and make it Harris Stowe. So they, even even in keeping its HBCU aspect, they still put the black name or the black school second. second. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, wow. it's so much. Hell, think about it. the The fact that Lincoln alums, I know, and I know every Lincoln alum 
every couple years you hear, well, they trying to change the name of the school to University of Missouri Jefferson City. Yeah. It's because Lincoln has always been a part of the Mizzou system. Lloyd Gaines set that up. Yep. If y'all don't know who Lloyd Gaines is, he was like the story. Like him was trying to be. He was trying to be a lawyer. He wanted. He wanted to go to law school, and Mizzou wouldn't wouldn't allow him into law. I don't know if he got accepted. Yeah. No, he got accepted. They found out he was black, and they said, "No, we can't let you in." Then, then they got all the way to the uh, Missouri Supreme Court. Missouri Supreme Court told told Mizzou, "If y'all don't want to let him into Mizzou law, y'all got to give Lincoln a law school." Lincoln said, "Oh, they said fine. We'll give Lincoln a law school." They gave him a law school, but he never showed up to actually enroll in law school, so they closed it. Nobody's ever known. He, he's been. To he was an alpha from Lincoln. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was an alpha from Lincoln. I just knew about him. I know he got shit named after him, and I knew about that story. So at, at Mizzou, they call it the black the black culture center. It's called the Gaines Oldham Black Culture Center, which is named after him. That's that's my one thing with like. PWIs. My first school, I guess you would. Ralph Morris College ain't really in, in none of them realms. We downtown Chicago school. That was my first college. I got to transfer to Lincoln after visiting my best friend in 07. And I was like, this is where I need to be. Like, mm-hmm. this is my people. Like, my high school was very diverse. I graduated with 650 plus kids. So, we, we had That's all, a long-ass graduation. All, it was wild. Damn, man, got to be. We had all types of races in there. It was everything. But once I got to Lincoln, like, my first, I got to go in fall of 07 homecoming. I got to see all the painted donks on the street. Niggas had Skittle cars, Eminem cars. It was just like some shit I had never yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I need this experience. Right. Yeah. So and it happened as soon as I wanted to, but a year later, I made that shit happen. I got there myself. My dad was like, if you can get accepted on your own, we'll make sure you get there. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents ain't see Lincoln until I graduated. But my, me and my best friend went back to school. We drove, me, him, his mama, and grandmama. And when he decided to leave, I was like, bro, this is me. You can go back to the crib, bro. I'm not leaving. Like yeah. I like this. This is cool for me. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a small city, so I didn't have to deal with. Like, I, used to, I went from living da- downtown Chicago to where I could look at my my homeboy back window and see the taste of Chicago to being in a city from a million people to no more than seventy thousand. It was a culture shock for me. Yeah. Yeah. But had to be the culture of Lincoln. And people don't know Lincoln be having more white kids than black. Yeah, just because we're in a white town. So it's like a community college to them. Yeah, they get, they go and get their degrees. They'll go get a bachelor's from Lincoln. So, like, if you go to Lincoln, like when, when I was at Ritter and I would take the kids up to Lincoln for college days, mm-hmm. it would shock them to see so many white kids on campus. Yeah. Because the way they look at it, I can come to Lincoln, get the same degree my friends at Mizzou are getting, because it's in the same system. Right. Go get the same degree for significantly cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. And I can go get my master's from anywhere else. In state, if you if you from Missouri yeah. and go to Lincoln, say if, if you if you if you stay on campus, out of state, was staying on campus. I was paying fifteen bands a semester. Wait, Not even no no. I think it was less than that. Like I definitely came out of fifteen bands for the year. Yeah. Like, but you you in state, you gonna pay like three three yeah. bucks. Yeah. You you're Classes. gonna get a you're gonna get the same amount of you're gonna get the same rate that somebody would go to the community college and right. get for the for the most part. And, but it's a you know, good accredited school. They just it's like well, shit. We, but Link, but, Link, but black people black people are notorious for it. It's the same thing, and I and I'm sure we'll get to this when we get to to the interview. Your biggest critic for what you do, and the biggest critic of black schools are black people. Black people. You know, people you, 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 and and you should see how many people. You should see how many people I've seen it with black counselors 
in high schools where they are they they went to SEMO or they went to Missouri State and they just feel like that is the best thing, but they don't tell anybody. All you did was hang out with your your ten friends in your dorm or in that one building. You didn't have no real experience. You didn't go. It's not like you went and said, "Oh, I'm going to the white events," and we're like, "Oh, I'm at the Sig Pie party." You're not there. You are tr- you still going to the <laughs> Alphas event and the Kappas event, and it's just way smaller. Whereas you could go to a campus and every building on this campus is for you. Yeah. You can go and be like I tell people all the time. Like when you when I tell a student and say, "Hey, you go to a predominantly black school right now. You feel comfortable walking up and down the hallway, right?" You know there's some teachers in here who don't look like you, and you your first mindset is they are against me. But you come to me because I am an ally to you, right? Right. Why look for the one ally when you can go to a school where everybody yeah, is your ally? ally. My thing yeah. with Lincoln was yeah. we didn't have enough black teachers. Mm. Like Lincoln had a lot of uh, you get your foreigners, you get your white people teachers. I didn't have that many black teachers at Lincoln. Like you, depending on what I did, even though it was HBCU, just because. Jefferson City, Missouri. Yeah. So, and that, that's the other problem. Like picking location. a picking an HBCU based on historical reasons, or you know, a lot of people don't realize the stuff that you go through when you at an HBCU. I, 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 we saw what happened with Howard. The stuff that you go through, people are like, "Oh well, you know, for all the money I'm paying, this and another, I shouldn't have to deal with these these issues." You're gonna deal with these issues in your so life. Like you at your job, you're gonna deal with these issues. At your at, at, at home, you're gonna deal with these issues. My worst issue was fucking financial aid. Like that's literally my worst issue. It's everywhere, but yeah. you know, and that's just on culture. Anytime it's black, we gonna tear it down. We gotta, yeah, say, and I hate it. That's why I support black business. I support it. Like I literally, like when people be like, oh, I ain't gonna, you know, black businesses have to do this, that, and the other. I understand there are some, you know, some service. Uh, uh, customer service issues in black business. There I understand are. that. There are. But at that time, you also have to realize there are some people who may not have been trained in customer service. There are. So at that time where you should go and be, instead of snapping, instead of snapping, work, work, you know, work better with the business. Understand, be like, hey, I support you. This is my choice to support you. It's my hard on, hard earned money going into your business. Treat me with a little bit better, better respect. That, that's Work, all it just please. The first time business. you, just because you have one bad experience, we are so quick to run the social media and turn a black business Man. down rather than okay, you don't went to Walmart and had this experience fifty eleven times, but you continue to go back to Walmart, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, like I agree with that a thousand. Yeah. I hate that. Like you will literally get on there and just go on a rampage and then end it with what? And I see. You should see the videos. Like my students come to me with these videos about why I'm transferring from said HBCU, and I'm like, do you know that kid? Like, cause it's YouTube. I can go on and create a YouTube video. Do you know that kid? Do you know that kid's background? Do you know where that kid? Cause everybody ain't got the toughest skin to be in every place. I know some. I know some. I know some black. I know some white kids who went to predominantly white institutions and was like, "Oh my god, I hate it here." Yeah. And so I'm like, please understand that before you just say, "Oh, it's a YouTube video that told me this," don't run. Cause I I'd be like, if it would, I wouldn't be a Mason if it was cause if I just looked at YouTube videos. You know, it, based it, on your experience. Exactly. You, you, you know, make you that's what I'm saying. Anything, anything in life. Anything in life. It, would that person feel? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't get that experience. I didn't and, feel that vibe. And honestly, I told I told people like, hey, 
you went to an HBCU, you went to you went to this school and you transferred because you didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? Oh well, I ain't like this, I ain't like that. Well, guess what? That same stuff happens at your PWI, and I I've I've experienced both. I've experienced PWIs and HBCUs, and I tell you right now, the HBCU experience was better because of the fact that. It was way more of us. So if I ain't vibe with this crew, I can go get a new crew. I can get somebody else. At that PWI, it ain't that many of y'all. Before we before we move on, my whole issue with PWI was I didn't want to have to be a part of nothing when we always had to put the word black in front of it. My black student union. Yeah. My black. That's my issue with Mizzou. Oh God, they love the street. Like the black student. Mizzou had all of their probates in one classroom that we always had to go into, or they had a black student union. But I'm like, yeah. Y'all love this Mizzou school. They used to shine Lincoln so much. But when them white kids had a racial issue and they was throwing cotton on y'all fucking school campus, we ain't deal with that shit at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And when we got them emails sent out about kids finna come and do that shit, we was all like, bring y'all white asses over here if you want to. It's gonna turn into a whole nother fucking Because you we gonna turn up on this right. bitch. Because the, 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 the administrators at the HBCUs understand. Because what, what we don't see as students is those black administrators have to go sit in system system meetings with the presidents of other schools oh, and understand that they are the they understand that they are the one black person in a room full of as I like it, to say I am a grain of pep in a pile of salt exactly like I literally watched uh, at my my graduation a couple weeks a couple weeks ago my graduation Dr. Simmons had Texas A&M is the bigger school like we're a part of the texas a&m system mm-hmm. and we so at the, we got a texas a&m flag literally at our graduation Ooh. and the president of texas a&m and the, the board of directors had to give a speech so they on the jumbo on the on the, on the jumbo trying giving a speech at the end of it they're like gig them which is texas a&m staying and our president was like i'm gonna talk to him about that because what you're not gonna do is make it seem like because we're a part of this system that we all support you when we know for a fact at that football game when we play y'all 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 writing posts a PV degree ain't this and a PV degree ain't that so our our administrators see it too and when we run to those schools we like oh those schools are better that's because financially they've been raping the school you go to yeah. for hell us well, that's why well, yeah. don't get don't get him started oh that, that, that's a whole that's a whole nother episode so look y'all we gonna do two quick parts man we're stretching out tonight episode, man. We're kicking it. We got Doula Bean, a.k.a. the Coochie <laughs> Advocate in the building. This is Coochie Advocate Part 2, Episode 99. This is our last. And I may have one next week. Don't don't count on it. I don't know. But the numerology corner is ending because we're getting into triple digits. So now it's just going to be just talking about individual numbers. But the number 99 for Episode 99. The number 99 indicates that some aspects or a phase in your life is about to close or end. The angels are assuring you that there is a very important reason for that. It has to do with your personal and spiritual development and paying off some karmic debts. Mm. The changes that are about to happen in your life are preparing you for your desired life and lifestyle, which is about to manifest into reality soon. You need to clear the path for new things and people to come into your life that will help you fulfill your soul purpose and life mission. So in my, my synopsis of this, one thing I always say with him, I always feel like whatever... Numerology, I find, very well resonates with my life. I got a lot it of stuff that I'm about to. With my life. It's like, I got a lot of stuff I know I'm about to end soon. You know, ending and starting something new is a very scary feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Even though 
even if you know what the new is about to be, it's just like, damn, this is a chapter I'm giving up. Yeah. And I'm about to fulfill myself and go a little further in life and see see where that's going to go. But you can't fear that. Take that shit head on. The worst, like, even whatever, whether it's a, a business venture or whatever, take it head on. The worst failure is not trying. Like, I just said that earlier. I would rather fail because I put full 100% effort into something. If ethnic issue more failed, I try. Right. And I ain't just I try a little it, bit. Yeah. I did my thing to where I thought this was going to work. It just didn't work. Right. Cool. Revamp it, put it somewhere else. But if I ne- if I came up with the idea of an ethnic issue more and never decided to press live on my Facebook that first time on May 15, 2019, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't say 99 episodes of the game. Really, if I had my pilot, 109 episodes. Yeah. So... It's just crazy to say that, but put forth that effort. If you see something new coming in your life, don't be scared of it. Pray about it. Do what you need to do. Talk to your, your ancestors, whoever you, however you get down with your spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Have that conversation with it. Cause we, and the crazy part is this 99th one that's coming. That's why I want to do a 100th one to see what it is, because this is leading us into the new year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's like, a lot of people give you that new year, new me. Yeah. I'm going to end this in my life for this year, and people don't do it. This is really telling us, like, hey, Got them chapters you feel you're ready to close. If you're watching and you knew it was something in your life you was really close to letting go of, but you know you need to for the better of yourself. Yeah. My favorite phrase: Do that shit. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. If if it's supposed to be there, it'll come back it around. Yeah. If it don't, you did what you were supposed to do in your life. Absolutely. That's all I gotta say is that. Black sports players with the number ninety-nine. We got uh Jay Crowder from the NBA Phoenix Suns. Aaron McDonald's badass from the Lasant Well. Los Angeles well, Rams. I saw the number nine when he, he was St. Louis Rams when he did. Yeah, yeah. And then Hall of Famers, Warren Sapp. Shout out to Big Sapp. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, man. I watched some interviews. He, he got Vlad interviews. Oh, uh, yeah. I could tell that CTE shit was probably getting Yeah, there. yeah. He, he, he's mind, definitely. You can hear how he talk. His yeah. mind is not all there. Yeah, and then, and I, ho- I hope he can get some help, too. Thanks. And uh, Hall of Famer Jason Taylor from the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to both of them, man. Before we move on, we got a couple of small random topics that we're going to do and then get into our interview with Dula Bean, a.k.a. the Coochie <laughs> Advocates. I got one little commercial break. We're going to play a song, and then I'm going to do a little word from our sponsors. Matter of fact, I'll do the word from them first. <laughs> Choice of a lawyer is an I'm attorney Robert White, and if you want real answers to your car wreck questions and real help with your car wreck problems, call me at 314 or 618. I got you. Or visit us online at I got you. Net. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do a lot of TikToks on my plan. I never leave you on the dog. Subject 30 seconds. Shut up, Roger. I'll be like, Law Officers, you get in a car accident, you want to turn your record to a motherfucking check. Holla at my man's attorney, Roger White. Goddamn me. 
And we're going to do a little quick commercial y'all break. I got a song for y'all. I'm trying to figure out, make sure I'm clicking on the right shit. Uh, but it's episode 99, Ethnic is for More, The Coochie Advocate, Part 2. Voice of a hustler. Okay, I'm okay, okay. Ryan. I'm not the voice of a gangster. Voice of a fucking uh, doctor. You're basically voice of a man. Voice of a man. That's how it is. Fly down, bitch, bro. God bless, bro. Dummy, you're a genius. Like the zip line. I ain't trying to go inside that club, I'm trying to get mine I'm bossing with some niggas who got cryptides But I know some girls with going slugs when that bitch flying It's all up in your mug, I had a bitch crying I'm trying to go and meet up with the plug, running shit by us I got drugs, I got six ties Big all up in the gut, she get pinned down Can't settle down, cause I'm a favorite Take a dick, then I dip a bounce, I got cake to get I be real, nigga. Put the steel to his grill, nigga. Don't want me in a river with a few gills, nigga. You better chill, nigga. And that's for real, nigga. Oh, get your brain splattered on a stern wheel, nigga. And I don't kill, nigga. But I will, nigga. As if you ever try to put me in the field. And you know, Dre Dorsey, smoke control. Keep it down, be never see me taste hold. Now, what's me too for the taste, though? But I don't like these niggas, so I'm getting more. Can't settle down cause I'm a favorite Take a dick, then I dip in bounces I got cake to get Head out of town, taking paper trips Two glass from this host to level out Who you can't hurt with Can't settle down cause I'm a favorite Take a dick, then I dip in bounces I got cake to get Head out of town, taking paper trips Two glass from this host to level out Who you can't hurt with If you beat him with a knife, he comes back with a gun. And if you beat him with a gun, you better kill him. Do it live. This nigga's stuck in place. That's cool. Yeah. level up on these pussy ass niggas. Lick, count up. Let yeah. me talk my shit. I see you alone. JB, what up? I seen the clouds turn to fire, count up. In the darkness set a blaze while you waking, stretching, yawning. I was praying for that money. If this is will, I leave a will and leave my boys everything unless he bless me with some dogs. I was born into the struggle. If we die, fly, or fry, I'ma make sure that we ball us. End up in the Maybachs, but we started in the parlors. And you pussies, you appall us. And I say that just for starters. Don't applaud us. I don't need you clapping at me back when we was clapping at them. You didn't give a flying duck about us, but it's cool though. Stack up this prosciutto. I used to say forget hoes, and then I learned forget those. But they do not know what they do. So I want that Billy Goop to show them that I'm living proof. Young Jiggy is spiritual. So call the dealership. Tell them keep the roof. I'm feeling bulletproof. I see y'all on the same shit. Spit the same flows. You still ain't leveled up. Y'all with the same hoes. Got me feeling anxious. Bitch, I can't go. So I'm on some new shit. Nigga, case closed. That's a cold case, nigga. Y'all ain't new. 
still in the same place, but I can't fold, nigga. I'm gon' get it. Anticipating situations I ain't even thought of yet. Thanking God for the things I ain't even brought up yet. Telling mama about the things I ain't even bought up yet. And all these niggas hate no me and I ain't even falling yet. But he act like he is, even walk like he is. He talk like he is, even stand like he is. I'm rolling on turbo, these pills exploding like they is. I got that Molly from Bobby, that cocaina from Poppy. That credit card in my pocket, wrist on TikTok and they watch it. Pedal to metal, no stopping. They probably think I'm a prophet, no disrespect to Muhammad. All these bars in my stomach, I hop on beats and I vomit. Niggas marching in place and I'm in the stars like a comet. They just looking and watching, leaving remarks in the comments. I kick it hard like a spark, bark like a dog with no collar. On phone and my mamas, I see the top and I'm coming, never stop. I see y'all on the same shit, spit the same flows. You still ain't leveled up, y'all with the same hoes. Got me feeling anxious, bitch, I can't go. So I'm on some new shit, nigga, case closed. That's a cold case, nigga. Y'all ain't moving, y'all ain't still in the same place. But I can't fold, nigga. I'm gonna get it. Turning on up, we back in this thing, episode 99, The Coochie <laughs> Advocate Part 2. Y'all, y'all see, we've been rambling and rambling. It's crazy. We get to the random topics at an hour and 24 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because they told us to stretch it out Keep a little longer. It's like, it's like, hey, make it a little longer than night. To have the building just open because he's going to be going there working shit. But, so I got a couple of random topics. Two of them I thought of at the last minute or anything we could toss out. You know, the holidays coming up. What are some plans? People have going. Me personally, I do the same thing every year. Uh, luckily, COVID's, I ain't gonna say COVID's still not rampant, but, but now, with, now right. with the, the vaccine and all that shit, my mom was more willing to do something. Mm-hmm. Shit, my, with my father, he's been like, he's been at the hospital for like cancer stuff. Somebody so experienced good, but, oh, is the mic on? I'm gonna turn the mic back on. I appreciate it. Appreciate our at home producer. Bree, I thought I turned it on before I started doing stuff, she but I appreciate it. I, that's why I, As that's I, I said, in case y'all missed it, episode 99, The Coochie Advocate Part 2. Our first random topic is what are you doing for the holidays? So I'm just going back to my hometown of Aurora, Illinois. I'm going back tomorrow. It's about a four-hour drive. So we usually, before COVID and all that shit, we would have, like my mama took over the duties after my grandma passed of doing the New Year's Eve party at mm. Sides, we in the kitchen with mama. It's, it's usually always be the women upstairs, mm-hmm. all the dudes downstairs. We drink, we got bottles in the in the garage. We illegal now, so they can't say nothing to me. <laughs> they just made me leave the garage and shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, bro, people smoking cigars. That shit smell worse than weed. He ain't gonna say that shit. Like, he don't smoke weed or whatever. But like, he'll be hitting me up, bring. But anywho, but we get to do. We ain't gonna have a big gathering like we used to. Usually, it'd be like a good twenty plus of us in the house. But we do it a little smaller this year, like, and it's one thing I'm happy my mama kept up because she's she was like now she took over that responsibility my grandma left us in 2013, and really before then because my grandma moved out of town to be with my great grandpa mm-hmm. in Mississippi. So she done took that deed over. We have a great time. It's always food. Everybody brings something in there. She just told y'all if niggas ain't vaccinated, 
that can't come just for the strength of my father. Hey, yeah. son, you gotta do what you gotta I, do. That's the only reason why I got a vaccine. My mom said, You can't come visit us if you don't get vaccinated. That's right. mm. And I was like, Fuck, all right. It's like, is what I don't know really worth the potential of my parents getting sick and I can't go. Right. Oh, right. right. So sometimes you gotta take the mails for yourself. So that's what I'll be doing. I, I'm gonna throw it to I'm gonna throw it to mm-hmm. Dula. Let, 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 what you, you what you got planned? Mama and all that type of good stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to my brother's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my little big brother, which you met at the community baby shower as well. Mm-hmm. The really tall guy. Oh yes. And the nephew that I chase around that I just love to death. I got two of them now. So um, I will be with my brother and his beautiful family and his wife Jessica at the house. They just bought a bigger house. Okay. I just love it. Shout out to Black Love. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful family. I appreciate Black Love. Yeah. Thank you. We're gonna be over there, you know, doing our usual um, being family gift exchange. Um, my daddy probably gonna prank and piss my brother off like he do every year, and because uh, <laughs> he plays Santa Claus, and I was get him a gag gift before mm-hmm. we get him a real gift. Yeah, we flaming. We ain't holding back. We don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the TikTok oh, yeah. going around. I'm gonna do a whole video of flaming different family members. <laughs> <laughs> going in like this mud. No. Might get your fat. I'm gonna do the whole pass the phone thing. I'm passing the phone to a motherfucker that ain't never got no job. Yeah, I, 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 I want to. I want to do that too. My sorry. Yes, it's just, oh, I want to do that. I'm like, nah, because we gotta include your kids. Because if it's just me and you. I'm like, you say some shit I get mad about. We gonna box in this motherfucker. <laughs> she got the hands, so I ain't gonna say it's gonna be an easy one. Uh-uh. And I ain't gonna hit her back, so she gonna win. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, big jeans. Uh, I started a tradition. I surprised my baby with a trip in Texas. So. Mm. I saw you waited forever. Oh, instead listen. of buying the tickets. Like, like Christmas trying, ain't on the 25th. Every I month. don't know. What, and I knew. I mean, that's the plan. Like we said, we would never spend another holiday in St. Louis. Mm. So I knew what I was doing, and then I looked up and was like, "That shit crept up on me." It's Christmas is like tomorrow. Yeah, no, that shit I didn't crept even up this get a hotel room until I ain't today. about to get you. So where, so where yeah, where y'all go? I can't say because it's a surprise. They oh. never know. Oh, like last year when I took him and his brother, like they oh, literally did not know. He knows he his brother. It'd be a life. Yeah, we can tell us all that. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like last year they did not know until we got to where go last year. We went to San Padre, Texas. Okay. Hmm. So like that's the most. Slept on place ever. I heard it was lit. It is beautiful. Like you definitely get the same feel of like being on a big beach, like out the country. What it's beautiful. I want to do that next year. Like I told you, next year I said I was like, hey, I was like, hey. usually, usually when you predicting the future and you in a relationship, you're like, well, shit, if we still together next year, let's right. do this. I only had them thoughts. I know. So I was like, right. next year we should. I'm like, we ain't got to own it. Let's not buy the kids gifts. Mm-hmm. Let's just. Let's find us a travel agent, maybe in the summertime. I'm like, let's go to Disney World or some shit. Some shit. Because the holidays, Thanksgiving holiday, Sean go with his mom. Mm-hmm. Right, so whether I, even if it's my week, miss them, I have them this week. I take them over for them. You do. You keep them for the rest of the week, or however you want to do it. Right. This is my first yeah. Christmas with Jay. Usually I go to work. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, I, that's how I we always kids. do. Once I like, <laughs> I made the rule. That's why I say for fathers, and I just had that talk with her daddy and uncle. A lot of men put themselves in positions because they don't act like they don't have no rights and shit and all that type of shit. Unless I saw me and her broke when I moved here, I gave him a pinky promise. Like, hey, bro, you know me and your mama don't be working out. But I'm going to try. If it don't work, I'll stay here. The only way I move mm-hmm. is if it's a monetary benefit for both of us. And I'll make sure it's something where I can come back and forth for everything you got going like I need. When I didn't have a monetary benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like, say, he was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Pinky promise. 
So she get him every Thanksgiving, and I don't have no issues. I don't care if it's my week or whatever. You take your baby, because that's our agreement. But Christmas, I get him, but I always get longer because with Christmas, we go out of town. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my auntie Sue. She tap in every once in a while. Like, I grew up raising her firstborn. Like, I was the one that got called for the babysitting because I lived in Chicago or I had nothing to do in the summer. So my mama would make me catch a train from Aurora to Chicago, from Chicago, like from downtown to her house up north. So they can go to work and do what they needed to do. Me and my little cousin Porter, we always kicked it. All that shit. So now she has a younger child who is maybe a year and a half younger than Sean. So they kind of like, I mean, my cousin was growing up. Even though mm-hmm. we're super close now, but they kick it. So he get to go. Even though we going home, I'm coming back on Sunday or Monday. Sean stay. Mm. Auntie, because I did, I did my dudes watching her kid and all of that. Mm-hmm. And my, my auntie, you know, I heard my uncle in good position and all that shit where it's like, I can send him over there for a week. I ain't got to send no money. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to send clothes. <laughs> and he going to have a blast. So I'm going to come back. To get him, but this is gonna be my mama's first time meeting my girlfriend. Mm. We're gonna all drive down back, so my auntie first, then we're gonna go home. I was like, Well, I'll come back and get shot, but I need y'all to come with me. Mm. Was, and she'll drive on the highway, right? So she's Can super I scared. Say to do that it. You know how really is going back what you said, where you like, you don't even think about like, Look, so next year we just gonna do this with a trip. Like, that's mm. how you know you really found somebody, but, yeah, trying but, to be no, because yeah. you know, when you had them. But low key, I knew that. Right and I said it now. They ain't the liquor talking none of that, whether she watched or not. I knew that when we, like, first of all, me and her, we've been talking since October. I think it was like October seventeenth of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. somewhere within the uh, two to three day range of that. I ain't never been with nobody when they had arguments. Me and her have never had no argument. We may have a disagreement about something, or she have that inclination. You know, you go through relationships where people have issues. She'll bring it up. And I say what I need to say about it. She say what she need to say about and it. it. And we good. We've never, I ain't never heard. If I heard her yell, like adult it's her yelling at kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and her ain't never yelled at each other. Yeah. None of that shit. And we're going on, like, we official. We made our relationship official on 420. You know what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> it's a wonderful anniversary day. Yeah, right. it is. So right. we made our relationship official on that. But before hell, January when the pandemic hit, we didn't know how long we, we didn't know if this shit was going to continue. We bought tickets for my birthday to go to Denver. That shit happened. Mind you, we bought two round trip tickets for $200. Shout out to pandemic prices. I need to shut down to happen again. I'm really mad that I ain't buy a bunch of tickets throughout the year for mm-hmm. what I could. Because $200 round trip to Denver is a blessing. Yeah. Like, hotel one shit. Like, we ain't come out. We ain't come out of, even like we split it. We ain't come out of. We ain't come out of shit for real. Like, I think I did the hotel. I was like, I'll do the hotel because that's gonna cost me. Yes, you will get the rental. Mm-hmm. You probably got a better credit card than I got. And she did it. She like, man, I get the rental. You get the hotel. I'm like, hey, I don't need no difference, nigga. I got right. that. You yeah. got this. And but that's dope to me though. I never thought I'd be in that situation. So I don't, brothers, if you find you somebody, rock with them. Ain't nothing hey. being able to. Rock. Hey, I get to flame her. I, I told her, I'm like, look, I'll flame motherfuckers. If we can't deal with this, you might as well leave now. If we get to flame each other, I wake up in the morning, I start it. Before I even brush my teeth, I'm cracking jokes. I get, I get Maria. Like that. That's how we should live. That's literally, that's literally how my family is. If like, I don't flame you, I don't like you. Exactly. I don't just yep. flame random people because niggas is crazy. Motherfuckers get right. mad. If I flame you, 
really respect you. That's how I fuck know I'm looking good. Like, it don't seem like that. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, they fine. Somebody fucks with you to go on to think of jokes. And I'm one of them niggas. My jokes, I ain't got to think about them. That shit coming off the top. Like, she, that's what she hate about me. Yeah. And I don't got no process to it. Yeah. I, I tell you this, man. Maria and I, when we started, our anniversary is June 8th. You know, uh, so we got married on our actual anniversary. So And I went to their wedding. Shout fire, out, fire shout fire out to them because they the first. I don't go to many weddings, but they had a brunch yeah. theme. Yeah, so I, 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 I was chicken, a, was a brunch waffles. Wedding. They had Old Town Donuts for us to kick it off oh, with. Yeah. I was drunk before the wedding probably started. Yeah. It was an open, it was an open bar. Yeah. When I heard that, I was pissy. We had an open bar for the whole time. I was pissy Dang. drunk. All right, I had a guest coming in all the time, some skaters. It was a skate party weekend. I was like, he's like, bro, you coming? You ain't gotta ask me twice. You go, you might, you, if we, if we use, you my DP guys, hey. if we use that term, I'm yeah. in that bitch. I would tell you right now, it was like, a beautiful day. It, you and know, it was fly. Oh, it was hey, fucking man. fresh to death. The white, they, this nigga came out. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be that nigga. I wanted to be the person on the mic. That boy looked good in the back, but I didn't want to ruin it. Man, we, we, you know, one thing I can say, man, Maria and I immediately from the earliest of point, like, our our relationship became official because of a trip. I took yeah. I took a trip, and on the humbug, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna take this girl that I ain't, that I've been knowing, but I ain't really, we ain't really serious like to that point yet where we like we out on Facebook and shit." So we took a trip. Neither one of our friends knew. Like my friends didn't know who she was. Her friends didn't know who I was. Literally, her her friend was like, she was on a Snapchat and heard me talking. Was like, "Hey, who is that?" Who was that in the, in the video talking? Because you clearly with somebody. And for me, it was like, I got this free trip. I might as well see what happens. You way. know, and literally, like, our nerd side kicked in. Then we both Greek. And so we on Howard's campus, and it's dope. And all these, uh, I had a medical issue while I was there. Like, I had a medical issue. I had to go, like, get in the ambulance and go to the hospital. And she handled it. She was, like, on her P's and Q's with everything. Like, she grabbed my phone. And, you know, the nigga first thing, like, hold on, you grabbed my phone. I ain't even trip off the fact that she had my phone. And you talking about a situation where I was still kind of actively moving, doing my thing. So there was plenty of other. Yeah, you know, there was plenty of other calls and names that probably came across the phone. And she handled it. I was like, here's the code. She, and I was just like. I'm just happy I could upgrade. My uh, emergency contact. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Say that. Wait. Look. Right. Wait. Look. Wait, wait. I like the fact I'm that I got a beneficiary. Right. I like I'm four hours away. You, you know, it, it's one of those. It's one of those beautiful things, man. And, and you know, we we speaking of the holidays. I've I've been married before. I was and my first wife. My first wife. You know, literally relate like holidays. It would be either we at my family. Or her family and we we didn't go to her family stuff like after our first year together we didn't go nothing her family was doing so it was just my family all the time when and like still to this day her mama don't like me and it's fine i don't care but when it took our first like we did our first thanksgiving together where her family and my family got together and we've done every holiday together since and you talking about like so christmas morning like so tomorrow is my parents' wedding anniversary. It'll be shout thirty-nine out, years tomorrow. Shout out your moms because she likes all my posts. I yeah. added her on Facebook uh, yeah. because I see her on all my posts. So shout out to Mama Grimes. Papa hey. Grimes is hilarious. Hey, shout out to him for sure. Here hey, you go. B- both of them, both of them, they they celebrate thirty-nine years tomorrow, 
And uh, oh yeah, yeah. And so we gonna gonna take them out to dinner tomorrow. Then Christmas Eve is actually my dad's birthday. My dad will be seventy two. Be with Yeah. Yeah. He'll be seventy two on Thursday. And then uh, actually my daughter, my middle child, her birthday is that day, so she'll be thirteen. So yeah, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I got Christmas Eve just booked up and busy. I don't like that. That's the one thing I don't like about our relationship. My girlfriend's birthday is December 9th. And I'm then like, we're we gonna have to figure something out because and the December first. What you trying to say? December her birthday December 9th. Christmas December twenty fifth. I, I always I said I would care. never get a girlfriend <laughs> with a December birthday because there's too many years. That's all right. But I made sure her birthday was special. And but she this year was a triple play. Not only did she get her her birthday. On the night, she graduated with her master's of education. She got a master's of education with, a, I think the emphasis is education administration. She tried to get an administrative side, so we went to the grad, the, me, her, and the boys, all of that. Well, we let her go do her thing. I'll take care of the kids after that. But one thing, that, And that's a plus, me having a son. I don't know how to deal with kids. I've been, I've been babysitting kids younger than me since my, 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 old, my first cousin was all older than me, so all their kids. Was little, so I had to watch them so they can go to the club and shit. <laughs> so little kids know that Nico don't play. So we get to kick it, and I was like, I did the other day. They had to go to school. St. Louis, Sean been out of school since Friday mm-hmm. on the Illinois side, but St. Louis ain't get out till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So they went to school Monday. Sean was me and Sean went to the crib because I'll be over at her house. And Sean was like, well, damn, when they coming home, and then they had to follow her to the nail shop, all that shit. They be so happy about me because like, well, shit. Can we just stay at the home and the house with Nico? Because they don't want to go to the nail shop with their mama. They but you know, you know what's crazy? AJ, when I when AJ at the house with me, and I'll be like, AJ, you want to do this? He'll be like, nah, is Maria going to do something? Because I'd much rather be with Maria. Ma- Maria got a vibe where kids fuck with her. Because Sean, well, Sean got a crush on her. But yeah. They feel the same with Sean. Sean don't even recognize that you live there. Yeah. I, I'm like, is, can we go to Miss Maria's house? I'll be like, dude, like, be like yeah. he come in. I'll be like, what up, Sean? Hi. So, where's Maria? Where's Maria? <laughs> he instantly in the night playing hide and go seek video games. Like, literally, I'll be like, bro, like, like I'm going to cut the Wi Fi off next time you come over. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Man, you know but what I like about her youngest son? Like, I can't play chess. I didn't know her youngest son. He's seven. He can play chess. My son, when Sean can find another kid that play chess, his eyes light up. Because Sean been playing chess since just because his school started doing like clubs. Mm-hmm. And the first one was like a, a singing choir club or chess. He's like, well, I don't want to do neither. I was like, bro, you smart. You finna do the chess club. And it was only like every Thursday after school for a little bit. But once he started playing it, he was fucked with it. Mm-hmm. And now he was enthralled into it. And it was just like, once he found another kid that can play chess, right. he's like, oh, we both close to the same age. Oh, my bad. She says education specialist. Yeah, she got the EDS. I thought it was a man. I always got confused about that degree because I got a homegirl. Shout out to Ronnie. She yeah. got that as well. And I never specialist. understood that person. It don't matter, boo. You got three degrees. You the GOAT. She finna go into her master's. Her master's degree graduation, I'm finna wild out. I kept it tame. I won't want to embarrass her this one. No, she's going to a doctor. Her doctor? Yeah, she's yeah her next one, she's going to her doctor. She instantly going into it. She got seven more classes. Hey. I'm gonna tell you, doctor, good luck with that, cause I, I I'm good, I'm done with school, y'all. I'm not going back. I can't hey, do Maria, else's uh, Sean can teach you, and Maria, I know Sean, I can teach you. I know I, look, I'm waiting on Sean. I'm waiting on Sean to challenge me. Logan, Sean, Sean just got he don't know who all can play chess, 
So all you gotta do is mention chess. He'll quit video games. All oh yeah. And he I I got. Okay. But look, I got boards at home and everything. He got. I played. I played. I was on the team in high school. That's that black nerd thing. For his for Christmas. We got him a traveling chess set. Oh yeah. So she like, I don't know what to get him. I want to just find whatever you want. Like you can do a gift card and find something else. So I looked at her kids' gift list. I bought what I thought they would be cool with. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I got him a traveling chess set. I'm like, he gonna like it. Cause I asked him when he was seven, six or seven, explain chess to me. He did the shit so fast. Aww. He's like, okay, this is. He took one deep breath. Daddy, this is what you gotta do. This one, this always is in their life. Well, you know, you know, over the summer I was teaching chess. Yeah. Uh, I was teaching chess to kids in Ferguson. Shout out to Sister uh, Angela I Clark. I bring him even though he was a part of it. You know. Oh yeah, you you definitely could have brought. Him. Get because Sean, Sean been in preschool, like his kindergarten time, he would teach kids to read, because he knew how to learn it faster than everybody else. So his teacher realized that, put him to work. He would teach other kids to read and all that shit. So, so I say I say let, let's get into it because I got a text like we want to hear what the doula got to say. We got to win. So let's get to this interview. Oh. I, uh, Big Jess, can you start the interview off for us? So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do, all that good stuff. Okay. So, um, again, as we said, my name is Charity. I am better known as Dulavine, a.k.a. The Coochie Advocate. The Coochie! You got to make sure of Now, before you go, Coo is lowercase c, lowercase o, lowercase o. When you get the chi, it's all capitalized. You got to emphasize that chi on the coochie, goddammit. Okay. Um, what I do, though, I am a full-spectrum doula. I am trained from Jamal Bird Village by Renee True Kilman herself. Shout-out to Jamal Bird Village in Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, I got my... Sorry, y'all. Uh, doula certification in uh, November 2019. Um, what I do is I am a childbirth educator, a childbirth coach. I am everything you need except delivering the baby myself. Um, I strive to empower, educate, support, and advocate for families, especially families of color, and empowering black women. My mission is to defeat the black maternal mortality crisis, and my goal is to see a doula in every birth. Starting with 2022, I need to see a doula in three of out of five births. I need to see a doula involved. And she mean that I shit. Do. I mean it with a passion. And she's dead ass mean that shit. I do. If I'm dedicated to it, I'm the dedicated to defeating this crisis in more ways than one. Okay. So, like I told people that's been listening, this is your third time on the show. She's yeah. a repeat offender. <laughs> repeat offender. So, I mean, what has been going down and happening since the last time you came on the show? Oh, my God. A lot. So, um, one of the main things that happened to Blessings, I have my own office now located in Belleville, Illinois. I've been there. Nice. Nice. Around the Valley. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the director of the hospital I work for, uh, Donna Stevens. So, you know, just having people around you who believe in you and believe in what you're doing and are pouring into you. So with her, uh, it's her building, so with her blessing me with the opportunity to have an office space. Um, I started doing this out of my living room, like in my house, or traveling everywhere to people's house with rolly bags, birthing balls, educational tools, everything. I'm just like, hey. So I'm, I'm getting a little off, because, I mean, this is my first time. Oh, no, so no, how no. did you start? Like, what made you want to do this? Um, I've been in healthcare for 13 years now. Um, okay. I've always had a passion for moms and babies. I actually uh, was a teen mom. So. Okay. 
Um, I just make the joke, but it's true. Um, I was in a relationship, obviously. Um, I met my son's father when I was 15, and uh, we were together all throughout, you know, high school, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, Jade is a product of uh, the ice storm of 06. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just tore up the St. Louis metropolitan area. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, ice yeah I remember that. Yeah, I got, I got pregnant. Uh, <laughs> it's cool, whatever. But, um, yeah, it was my senior year, and I didn't find out until that uh, January, you know, five months left to go. And I'm like, oh, I'm pregnant, you know. Right. Dang. So, um, being a teen mom and then just learning and the journey that I went through of having a child before I even knew myself, you know, and it's things that I didn't even realize. I really thought it was just me going through it. Like, you know, terrified, the not having that instant maternal bond with him, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. learning things like birth trauma. When it happened, it happened so fast. Like I didn't know about Pitocin and inductions. All I knew is I was not going to be pregnant no more and get this baby out. Right. You know, um, not having people, necessarily pouring into me the positivity but you know like what we got and it's typical in the black community you know especially somebody instead of saying you're going to be okay this is going to be a beautiful thing giving birth it's more like ooh girl them contractions and ooh this pain all the negative shit shit. all the shit to death yeah to scare me to death you know the reality is you know so that and then when I started working in healthcare honestly I didn't even think I was smart enough to work in healthcare like this is truly me not knowing myself right (laughs) I just knew I had a kid and I needed a Monday through Friday job so I could be on chassis so I could take him to daycare right and work and make a little bit of money with consistent hours to pay the bills right Mm -hmm. that's where it all started and then from there just you know seeing more people like me seeing more people come in and just kind of watching around and noticing the thing that it seemed like it came so natural to me just watching our people not having what we need. First of all, representation. You don't see enough of us in there. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point that even as a receptionist, everybody, like, I, it got to the point where people were coming in, like, you know what, I don't even need to see a doctor. Can I just talk to you? I'm like, well, that's not how this works. <laughs> but, you know, um, right. you know, I'm like, you, you need to go see your doctor for your medicine. I can't do that. I don't like them. But, you know, just um, walking in my gift that God had already gave me, and I just didn't know it. I've always been a people person. People always come to me with issues. Problem. I've always been a problem-solving support. Um, Say it like it's technically my first doula baby was my little cousin when uh, I was 16. I was right there with my cousin who had a baby, and I just always been intrigued with the birth world. So, more so from my experience and what I witnessed being around other people, other teen moms, black women going through WIC programs, things like that, right. they don't teach you what you're gonna really walk into. They're not mm-hmm. giving you raw, they're not really giving you informed consent, mm-hmm. telling you, Yeah, you can get this induction. But do you meet the criteria, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, are you medically or need necessary? Is anybody talking to me as an individual? Or are you talking down to me, thinking that because I'm a young black woman, I can't make choices for myself? Mm-hmm. And luckily, I've been, uh, excuse me, I said, I've been a bitch all my life when it comes to when I don't play about something. So being in, uh, have given birth to my son, and when it got real, all these things that just came instincts for me where I'm like, no, I'm not moving because I said I don't want to, you know? And it's, I hate I had to be that firm, but you're in a room full of people, especially people, again, representation who don't look like me, mm-hmm. who are coming in all, with all these assumptions already about me. But luckily, I was able to stick up and advocate for myself. I remember them saying, don't push. They was like, because uh, Pitocin, I mean, Jaden was just coming at this point. Once mm-hmm. it hit, it hit. And you're telling me, don't push. And I was like, I remember sitting up saying, what you mean, don't push? You know, and again, you hate to be that way. But I was like, what you mean, don't push? That don't make no sense. Well, the doctor's not here. I said, I don't give a who get him, but somebody get him. Hell, tell his daddy. Hey, come here. You know, I was like, and my mama, Charity, don't act like that. You in here talking to people. I'm like, mama, you could go outside too. I don't understand, you know. And she popped me. That's cool, though. But, you know, uh, know, my black mama's going to care what's going on. You ain't going to talk to me like this. But, uh, shout out to my mama. But, um, yeah, just. Okay. Being so empowered, you know what I'm saying, when they came in and the doctor got there, she like, let's do something. I'm like, hey, where the hell you been? You know, like, come on, let's do it, let's go. Yeah. But just 
so everybody doesn't have that in them like me, you know, exactly. to be vocal and speak up when something don't seem right to you. Like, no, nah, you're not gonna tell me what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what feels right to me. So, so I know before I get to this question, absolutely. So, like, where at what point would you ex- like if a family wants to have a child? Yeah. Like, at what point? At what part should they come to you and say, "Hey, we're talking about getting pregnant. Where, like, where, where do we bring you in?" You can bring me in right there and there. Like, because you're thinking about getting pregnant. So, I look at myself, honestly, my service, Doula Beam Maternal Care, is a pregnancy resource. And not only that, because I've always been a resource of person, like, giving you, like, so you're thinking about getting pregnant. Maybe you're having trouble with fertility or you're new to the area. So, let me give you a list of OBs. And it doesn't mean, and I'm not just saying black or white, because let's be real here, it's not that many black OB, I don't mean black doctors alone. Mm-hmm. So let me make sure I'm giving you the list of people that I would say are going to respect your wishes, are going to actually listen to you, are truly going to provide care for you, rather than just you picking one out the box. And like how many people don't know that just because your insurance, like if you got Medicaid, mm-hmm. just because your insurance assigns you to that insurance assigns you to that person, it doesn't mean you have to go there. You know, if you don't like your care here, leave. Like it's so many things that. It seems low little to some with the knowledge of this, but if you don't know what you don't know, you could lose your life. Mm-hmm. And that's just being real. So I look at it like, yeah, you can catch me early. Let me give you some resources. Let me give you some referrals here, some referrals there to get you to the point of pregnancy the best way I can help prior to. And then even once you get there, now I'm going to see you throughout your pregnancy because I've aligned with a lot of, uh, thankfully, I got so many OBs and physicians and stuff on my side over here who believe in what I'm doing over in Illinois as well as other places too, but um, they understand that, especially with the pandemic, you can't go to the office and be seen, right, and just talk to them forever because they got a lot of patients, right? Mm-hmm. So guess what? You go see them. I say, let them do the physical work, the lab work, you know, the hands-on. Now you come see me. Let me explain to you even further. Let me talk to you more about that nutrition. You ain't got to wait six weeks to try to get in with a nutritionist with them. Let's talk about that. Let's keep what, are you taking care of your gestation diabetes? Are you taking care of getting your head space right with this hypertension? Because we forget to look at the person as a whole mm-hmm. instead of just diagnosing. Like I told a client, I had to help her. She had a bad day. She woke up late, kids running around screaming, doing all this, that, and the other. She running late for her appointment. She get there. She got to wait forever. She pissed, all this stuff. You get back there, you get your blood pressure checked. It's sky high. Mm-hmm. That could have easily been a misdiagnosis of just a hypertension with emergency, right? I told her, no, tell them the truth. Tell them what all happened today that you had a rough day and ask, can you come back in a day or two, maybe three, get it rechecked as a nurse visit, get your blood pressure checked. Sure enough, a couple days went by, she was in a better space, come by, normal blood pressure. But what if she wouldn't have spoke up and just said, dang, now they saying I got hypertension with pregnancy. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You human, you had a rough day. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, they can stop misdiagnosis. So you had a community baby shower. How did how did that come about? Um, honestly, it came about with a lot of things that come about is me being pissed off. Uh, so I've been to a few community community baby showers, like hospital thrown and things, and it's missing the community. Like I was like, what is this? You know, and watching these things and seeing you know me being me, I'm like, it could be better, but I can't tell nobody else what to do with their ish, right? Mm-hmm. So my mind is always, don't worry about it. I do my damn self. So I did. Um, I threw. My first one during the pandemic, and we gave away free diapers and wipes. So the basis of the community baby shower, the doula community baby shower, is doulas. Doulas are the base of it. So you come in, as well as we're spreading the word of what doulas are. Um, doulas are always in the center of my events, and the way I look at it, like the doulas are the roots, right? And so the branches is the surrounding in the room, just like what we just had. So 
things we don't think about in preparation with a child, especially in the black community. Life insurance. You thought about yourself setting that baby up, uh, financial planning stages, things that we didn't even know because to black people, we look at it like it's a luxury to go chiropractic care, um, having a maid service, somebody who can help you clean up your house, you're pregnant. Let's take some of this stress off of you. You know, hire these people, caterers, um, massage therapists, getting a prenatal massage, or even after you had the baby, just remembering to pour into you, you know, be the best version of you for your family. Um, even services for black men, you know, letting them know, like, talk about postpartum depression and how it affects black men, too. Um, just so many things in the room. I can't even remember all, like, clothing. I had um, vaginal steam therapists, just wow. everything that I could think of in this room branching off um, that I felt like could impact uh, not only the community, but not just and not just the birthing person, but the entire family. It was dope. It was mm. a super dope experience. Mm. Like I said, it was my first hosting outside of hosting this show gig. I had fun. I got to walk around with a mic, just talk about different people. <laughs> call people ashy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't say ashy asses, but I just called them ashy. But it was a blast. I look forward to doing more if I'm, you know, hit up to do it. Well, you will of, be. Speaking of that, like, is it is the plan for this to be annual? Yes, because that was my second annual. My third hmm. one, actually, Um, I can't expose it all right now but because I've been doing them again a lot of stuff is out of my pocket like I do it's literally out of my pocket or I you know make it work you know but uh the next one is possibly being sponsored by a very 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 great uh healthcare uh company on my side so on my side of the water I ain't gonna say yet till we get it all in the paperwork but this next one is going to be sponsored so I hope for it to be bigger and better because we did have some of them in the building like having these pediatricians and that's another thing like we don't think about that especially younger like who's gonna be your kids pediatrician this is your first time that right. I remember like a pediatrician oh dang what we do need a doctor Bloop. yeah, yeah. you know yeah. family kid, doctors man. you know do you have a doctor you don't realize that as you a kid you go to all these doctors appointments doing all this type of shit I'm like damn yeah, now that you've grown, yeah, like Dennis, you know, getting school my physicals. My dad ain't take me to none of them shits. Like, my mama did all of that shit. Granted, he worked at her and was moving and all of them. So, I mean, what is, really, one thing I learned kind of talking to you, I always thought a doula was just solely something that dealt with women. What are the different types of doulas, and, like, how do you get in contact with the ones you're looking for? Um, The different types of doulas, they're, they're honestly, doulas are honestly for everything. Because this is literally a tradition. It just means to, you know, serve. Generally, it's just in Greek, serve women. And also in the American tradition, it's like this, that person who is like literally like a family helper, right? So um, what we do, you can be a holistic, a holistic doula. Um, you can be a, uh, what is another doula? I'm sorry, y'all had me. I'm gonna uh, say those so wrong words, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, listen. Um, so, like, you have doulas who support abortion. You have oh. doulas who support miscarriage. You have doulas who only support pregnancy. Doulas who support fertility. Menstrual doulas. You have just strictly childbirth doulas, postpartum doulas. Um, another one that was really big uh, for me that I just learned about is um, I don't want to say what's the word for it when you uh, death and dying. I can't think of the word for life me right now because I almost said homicide and that's totally uh. not word. <laughs> Uh, what is it when we in the healthcare and I'm having a moment? Wait, so, so if, if somebody hospice, 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 hospice okay. I could not draw that word for nothing. So just uh, what a doula basically is is a support person, an advocate. You know, being that extra comfort that you need, and not just for the client alone, but the entire family. You know, a keeper of the space. Mm. Um, yeah, just a person who's truly there for you. And again, you know, in your time of need, your time of joy. 
somebody you know that you can look to and trust that is going to have your best interest. So you are, but now specifically, what type of doula are you? I am a community doula, actually, and uh, I am a childbirth doula. I specialize in hospital birth, and again, my goal is to make hospital birth safe for women of color because mm. this is where we are experiencing um and it's obviously systematic but you know experiencing that uh, maternal mortality or morbidity you know being judged in a lot of spaces where there are not a lot of faces like us so i am a childbirth doula who specializes in making childbirth safe for black women all women but especially black women so what do you feel has been the hardest part of your journey with creating your business, Doula Being Maternal Care, LLC? <laughs> um, honestly, the hardest part is two things. So, well, the main hardest part has been balancing my life and separating Doula Being mm-hmm. from charity. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that I believe in this so much, it is my passion and my heart. For a while there, I became so consumed with it, like day, night. I'm talking about constantly talking to people, constantly never taking time for myself and to realize that I still needed care because I was starting to pour from an empty cup into other people and I was like giving so much that I had no more to give of myself let alone my own child mm-hmm. so it was just finding that balance in my life setting those boundaries and still making sure that I'm still being able to deliver without giving all of me with nothing left and then another thing that kind of came about then, but I'm working on that now even like um, spreading the word more of doulas because I do want sponsors and things to like really see the things we do because I don't even just do community baby showers I have mom and dad support groups um my mom group is moms need love too and i've just added the father group finally after all the doula my doula dads the family said got on my head like doula you wild so you ain't gonna have nothing for us and i decided to name that um what about us black fatherhood group and again mm. both of these groups it's all ages all stages of life and all phases we come in we meet we eat we talk we separate and then the women are here the men go in another room and they are able to be black men black women and I don't discriminate, say, like, you know, somebody, a non-person of color can't come. You're welcome, welcome to come. But this is what we centered around, and you may not relate to all the topics. Like, January 22nd, generational curses is what we talk about, breaking them. So when we go off and separate, I want us to be able to be ourselves in a space judgment-free. Ain't nobody finna slap the case on you mm-hmm. if you truly sit here and pour your heart out. Because what it really is is mental. Mm-hmm. If we can get the mind right, we can get the body in order, we can rebuild the black family, right. we can rebuild the black community. Mm. Shit. Tell me what's next for Doula Be Maternal Care LLC. Um, honestly, so my next steps, uh, since I have achieved a few things this year, so I did I was a part of a the committee with and they reached out to me, the Illinois Department of Human Services, and I was one of the doulas who helped complete the doula bill. I helped complete the doula bill for the, for the state of Illinois. So as of July 1st, doulas, uh, the Medicaid expansion doulas will be included in your Medicaid with, wow. your, with packages. And um, the community will get that doula support. The community needs it the most. Um, as well as I'm a part of a, a femur case, which is where we review fem- uh, fetal mortality infant cases teams, reviewing those. Um, it feels good to, you know, at one point in life where, you know, you know, nobody really pays you no attention mm-hmm. to the point now where they knocking on your door just to get your opinion. You know, and it's, it's really it take, that's, yeah. that's all it takes. Yeah. I just kept believing in myself, kept opening this big mouth. Gotta give them sp- um, we can't do nothing if we don't give them spaces to try to make the change. Exactly. Right. Like right. I always say, you know me, I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I do it myself. But yeah. the biggest thing, especially for coming up, and I haven't actually, this is 
because it's new. I'm telling y'all first. So the biggest thing is February the 3rd, I, 2022. I am a member of the National Black Nurses Association because I am currently a nursing student as well. Mm-hmm. Trying to go all the way. Goals me with free. Um, y'all will see me on Capitol Hill. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it don't stop there. You know, so lobbying with these beautiful black men, women um, who are not just nurses. I'm talking about doctorates. I mean, it's levels nice. to this. And uh, I'm a part of the BNA here out of Greater St. Louis. But, yeah, it was a lot of us, a lot of people, and I was one of the people chosen to speak for black maternal health. So um, continuing to break down barriers and reach it where it goes. And it's funny because I always, as I look at my memories on Facebook and me and this big mouth, I always tell people, I'm going to be arguing in front of Congress one day about uh, black people. I, mean, I always say it. I'm like, and I'm just waiting my turn. They're going to put me out. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm like, damn, I'm manifest because the opportunity came. I jumped on. I'm like, they beat me. They beat me. Well, they did. So uh, oh. I got the confirmation. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, if you see a, if a Republican come at you, just, just rush his ass. Just, just. <laughs> Let me come with y'all. Right. When I say I have no fear, I have sat in rooms with me being, again, the great pivot of power. So, and I'm like, so, about black maternal health, no, actually, it means, you know, I'm like, the pipeline was set up actually to set up black people for this, that, and the other. I mean, I will go into my shit oh, yeah. and they be like. But you got to have people like that. Yeah, you got to. You got to. And I you, look at them and be really like, can't be yeah, you, you scared of Right now, what? Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not even that. You have to be able to one talk your shit. Don't allow them to alter your shit, and don't be apologetic for Facts. shit that they set up. We I for came to an event that, for my college, unapologetically me. When I say I showed up with all the black girl realness, with the fro, yeah. nice outfit, tattoos on everything, but I was unapologetically me, and I was literally the only one at that table, and I didn't blink twice. And I'm pretty sure they left that day learning a lot, um, maybe even a little shocked, but. Uh, they took that in. That's I what. That's what. That's what I love. That's what. I, like one thing. Like when I interview for the school I'm at now, I purposely went in there with the idea they're gonna get the full black me, not the not the oh I teach the nice history me. No, yeah, I get you gonna. Get you gonna you're signing up your kids to get the rawest black experience yeah. when it comes into their American history class or whatever class they in. So you getting. The only thing I ain't done is change my name to an X. That's the only thing I ain't done. But you gonna, that's what you get. That's what you get. And I love the fact that my principals literally was like, I can't wait for our kids to get you. Yeah. And that and, and when you are when you give them that real that I I I went to a school where it was like you you almost had to be apologetic. I'm sorry you guys don't like black people. Yeah. It's our fault that you guys don't like us, even though y'all did everything to us. Right. right. You know, and I went to a high school that was like that. And and we walked around on eggshells like we got to make y'all feel okay for the shit y'all did. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And the shit no. you benefiting from. You know, so all I, you, if that's you, go that's on Capitol Hill that. and be you. I can't wait to read about it. I can't wait to see it. Take a TikTok on the on the Capitol Flow phone. I'm gonna learn how to do. Oh, you know I'm cutting saying? up. I was like, oh, I've been waiting on this day. You done left the right one in the door. Oh, they, they I can't like wait to sit down. Need to be there sometimes. I'm like, you gotta have that person that's gonna be loud and proud about what the fuck they talk about because you got a lot of timid people getting mm-hmm. there because they're like, man, they just be honored to be in the space. Well, fuck that. No, I know yeah. why y'all honored I know to. Who I am, y'all yeah. should be honored to have me. Me. Yeah. At this point, so I'm gonna talk my shit. You gonna learn what you need to learn, yep. and I'm gonna make sure y'all do what the fuck y'all need to do. And if you don't, I'm, you know, my mother like, don't worry about it. I'll just I'll do it, it myself. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I ended. Yeah. People get scared of that shit. Like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, so. 
let's be a part of this before it blow up. Right. If we not a part of it, then we ain't say we ain't have no say so. Like Blockbuster Lost Out on Netflix. (laughs) Facts. So where can our where can our viewers and our listeners find more information about you? Uh, you can visit my website, uh, doulabeematernalcare.com. That's where you can also book consultations, uh, my childbirthing classes, uh, and more. You can also find me on Facebook, Doula Bean Maternal Care, LLC. Uh, Instagram, Doula Bean. LinkedIn, Charity Doula Bean. You type in Doula Bean, you're going to see me. And if you Google me, my NPI number probably Google her. pop up. I was just going to say that. Google her. Yeah, I, 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 I just I literally I can't say it. A dude told me that, and I was like, "Bitch, do what?" But I couldn't wait to Google him because I was like, "The fact that he just told me to Google him." And then you, when you do, you like, "Nigga, you do." But you know what? You know what? I just found this out recently. I was at work board, and I Google myself just to be doing something, and I was like, "Hell no!" Nico the Great, you know the all shit pop up. The first, the first time I heard somebody say Google me, I was teaching at Ritter, and football players was talking shit. And a football player said something to one of our other teachers. And the, foot, and the teacher was real, like, he was very kind of like a straight-edge type of guy. Like, he didn't really show too much emotion. Mm. And the kid was like, you probably wouldn't even know good. He was like, bro, you need to Google me. Yeah. And immediately after that, everybody was like, oh, shit. And then they went to Google him and realized, like, hey, he was the shit this back nigga, in the day. He, when your name <laughs> pop up because you said it, motherfuckers yeah. be like, Okay. Yeah, very yeah. humble. Yeah. 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 I did. I told my son that he believed it. That was the biggest one. My son was like, Mama, you are on her coat. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I love it. I am. I Just to hear her story when she said all she she Googled black doula in Illinois and I popped up my mm. website, she looked all through it and that's how, you know, it came into alignment where she contacted me. The thing I know I'm on iHeartRadio Chicago, you know, having an interview. So I was just like and it opened so many doors to more stuff to come. So I was like, you just be surprised. What, what what tags should you have? Like you may not be hashtagging or nothing like I'm making not a your websites. And look, I tell a lot of people <laughs> that I, I wasn't either. Until I started realizing people was finding me via these hashtags. Mm-hmm. See, I just so like that. You just gotta learn how to decipher between what's real and what's fake. Because fake people will find you too, scam. Yeah. But no. some of this should be legit. So before we let you go, Charity, um, we got a little little fun thing we do here at Ethnic Ish and More. And so uh, we got a little thing called Rapid Fire. And that's how we end our show. We end our show with rapid fire questions. So we got some questions here. And I actually went and changed some questions. So I'm gonna ask them all. And I, I'm gonna ask them all, and and and, and we I'm gonna get you, and then Jizz, and then when when Nico the Great come back, he gotta answer them too. <laughs> so they they gonna see some regular ones. So the ones that's on there, I see that you went and started writing stuff. I thought I was gonna guess what? Though some of those ain't the question no more. So prepare yourself for the rapid fire. So we're gonna start we're gonna start I'm gonna, I'm gonna start real nice. It's like you got this one on you probably got a question already up there or answer already. Who is your celebrity crush? Lucky Day and David Banner. Okay, she said David Banner. Yeah. 
heavy on David Banner. That's my husband, Lucky Day, is my boy. Mississippi David Banner. You damn real. Southern yeah. University David yes, Banner. Like a pimp David Banner, social mm-hmm. justice fighting David Banner. Okay. David, his real name is Lavelle. Thank you. Okay. Yes. And the Lucky Day. I, I knew that was her answer. You know I that. Thing. I've been claiming that man for years. I just wish he'd he box me back. Yeah, he he I seen him, I seen him retweet you and some more. He did, I jumped on my kids. He did. He just retweet you because he had to be together. It's just crazy because I was listening to a uh, an old school hip hop playlist and like a pimp came up. That's why I'm making me so happy. This nigga came from like a pimp to where he is now. Exactly. That song to this day still will make real girls get down on the floor. Like that's a fucking hit. Thank you. Um, Big Jizz, celebrity crush. It's the same every time you ask. Okay. Yeah, that nigga, okay. He got that, like, flowers. I, I, I don't know if he's in jail. He started getting weird. Order in the court. Order in. Don't make me hit my gal. Order in the court. He be saying shit. I'll be like, bro, you just say like niggas use a lot of big words and sound super intelligent. I don't know. So I'm gonna go back to you. We're 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 gonna. I'm. What's your favorite food? Uh, it's vegan nachos by uh, her name's Amelia Eccentric Eats out here in St. Louis. You know what I'm talking about, Amelia. She was at the community baby shower. What's yes, her. I have to have her vegan nachos. I'm not I'm all the way vegan yet, yet, but that is my favorite that food. That's my go-to. The last regular question before I get into the other ones, because we already answered these before. So, if you had one wish, what would it be? Um, to live my life in pure peace and harmony and just unconditional happiness. That's all I want out of life. Mm. All right, so now we're gonna have us a little fun. So I'm gonna start with Jizz on this one. What's your favorite Christmas song? The Temptations. Anything by The Temptations. Anything by The Temptations. Cherry, mm-hmm. Cherry. It's a new one. Just I just heard Janae. Uh, I ain't gonna mess up my last name. Aiko. Uh-huh. Janae yeah, Aiko got a song called "Wrap Me Up." It's so fire, and that is my Christmas oh, song. Oh, music. Speaking exactly. of that, I, speaking of new Christmas music, I heard uh, Gucci Mane's Christmas album today. Gucci Mane got a fire Christmas album. Hey, hey, the first, the first, no, it came out this year. Oh, he got a, a 2021 20, album that mug called Sweet was the Sweet Nigga Christmas. <laughs> what? It, it's a, the album is called So Icy Christmas. This album is called So Icy Christmas. The first song on there is called Sweet Nigga Christmas. He got a song on there called uh uh. All I want for Christmas, and he say, "All I want for Christmas is my Glock with the Extendo." Uh, okay. It was uh, street, nigga street nigga Christmas. That's what yeah, it's called. Hold up, no street nigga Christmas. I couldn't remember. Right, we'll get us to it. So, Nico, what's your favorite Christmas song? Nico looks like he's like. It got to start with in my mind. Uh, right. Let's start. I hear that motherfucker kick off. But I do like, if I got to pick a new ad, I do like Chris Brown's this Christmas. He be singing on it. You did. So, Ari so, Lennox got a dope. Oh, yeah. Her, her, her new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah her new one. Ari Lennox can sing me the phone book and I'm going to listen to that. I'm hey, trying to tell you. I, I did add her song to my uh, playlist today. Uh, her, My favorite Christmas song is a tie between uh, Silent Night by The Temptations and Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me by Stevie Wonder. If y'all seen this Christmas is Twinkle like, Twinkle Little Me. Yeah, like fourteen year old Stevie. Or Skeet. 
So, next question. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Charity? Oh, that's easy. Jingle all the way. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That, that yeah. is a turbo man. That is a classic. That, is a, that, that movie is hilarious. That's Friday number one. Next. Friday after next with Nico. I don't watch Christmas movies. Oh, oh. Wait, so you don't even fool with Ralphie on that 24 Hours of a Christmas Story? Now, that's number two. I'm, I hate that movie. I my daughter, my, my, my middle child was born Christmas Eve. You know, at TNT and USA, that's the only thing all they show. Day long, all so, day long. stuck in a hospital on Christmas Day. I saw that movie like 50 times. I hate that movie That's with my passion. Child. I'm going to watch that. My, my favorite Christmas movie is it's either Home Alone or Santa Claus with Tim Allen. It's one of the two. Santa Claus was a good one. I like Elf. Just because I like Will Ferrell. I, just, I really feel Will like Ferrell's people sleep on the greatness of Jingle All the Way. I, oh, Jingle All the Way is my. I love that movie. I love I that movie. people they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like when he said he got two, he, he got, got two. Hey. And they jumped off him. He's he like, like yeah, when, when he was like, he was like that was really a bomb. This is a sick, sick, sick world. world. Sick world. It's a sick world. <laughs> that was some of Sinbad's best work. That after Kazam. If you don't know nothing about Kazam, you'll fall. Yeah. All right, so we we brought this up earlier. What's your favorite Erica Badu song and why? I need one song, one. If I'm gonna go first, cause hey, like, I think, go ahead, Nico. Because I love to skate. When I people put it off me when they hear, like we be at the park skating, when I hear that, they got him. Didn't you know? Mm. Erica Badu's did. I did it for her. I'm, they didn't know I was making a video yeah, for the Big Dip Show. Mm-hmm. I, not only did I host, I recorded on my phone and made a whole video for it. Mm. Didn't you know? Just when I hear that that bongo beat in the beginning, and then it, that beat drop, it is one of the Greatest fucking composed songs that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charity. Next lifetime. Mm. Yeah. That's it made me. Yeah. Like that. Next lifetime, I had you yeah. look for somebody when you pass away. Yeah, right. I swear. Yeah. Damn. That one right there. That one always me, and I'd be happy. But I, I just like, like, still. I yeah. wish she started like rapping. Like her wordplay is so fire. Like when I got to, li- I listened to on and on. She be talking some shit. Yeah. She do. Like when she's like, she give you a whole spiritual lesson if you you break it down. She talked that motherfucker up like, brother's got that conflict IQ page. That's fine. Like all her beats. Window seat. Window seat is a fucking box. I I need I need one. I need one song. On and on. Bag lady. Orange moon. Give me one song. Give me, give me two then. Give me two. You gotta you give me some. You had to pick one Erica Badu song tomorrow that you just riding to. That's just gonna bop. It don't matter. Like it's hard to pick your favorite. Yeah, just Didn't give me you one. Know, just literally hands yeah. down my favorite. What's, your, what's a good song you like? Dang, can we go to somebody? No, because it, it, it's you answer. than me. I, I'm going last. You go. I'm going last. No. Hey, no, I'm, mine is Yayo. Mine is Yayo on the live album. See, you got if you listen to Erica Badu's live album from the start to the finish, from the start to the finish, you gotta you gotta hear Yayo. It is such a vibe. It don't matter whether you smoking. It don't matter matter whether you drinking. It don't matter where you riding. You could be fucking. Real talk? No, I can believe it. Listen, Eric. It's a vibe. Go to go to the live. Go to her live album. Go to her live album 
and look up Yayo. Y E Y O. My favorite live album was Jay Z when he did the plug. Oh yeah. Yeah, when he did songs, that song cry is better to me. Song cry is better on the live one than it is. Song cry is probably Jay Z's greatest song. Greatest song. Totally random. Somebody on Facebook today, it was a a stat. They were going back and forth. Better song between song cry and feeling in the earth. earth. Did you see that stat? I've seen it for years. What do you think? So it's hard because both of it. I like both. It depends on the mood you in. I think composed, I think Song Cry is one of the greatest composed songs. Mm-hmm. Just from the, the lyrics yeah. to the melody to the beat. But feeling in the air touches my fucking soul. Yeah. I, I couldn't pick because, like, Beanie Seagull don't get enough credit for that song. He does not. It was literally, in a, there was one of them songs like, you ain't have to be no hood, nigga, you have to be nothing. You, felt, you felt that, that shit. shit. Yeah. Literally, you, you felt, felt that shit in the air. But it... Ooh, I, but song cry, song cry. The I reason song cry the I picked song cry simply because every that was the first song that I could think of that was that was in the hip hop world that allowed a dude to have emotions on Emotion. some real hurt shit. Okay. Like we all had been through that 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 phase okay. where it's like, damn, you got to look, you got a girl that you did wrong. That line, once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone oh, forever. The fact that that is like that song probably at, got more quotable. Feeling yeah. Feeling in the air just that. Feeling that, in the that it was, you know, what yeah. feeling there was, it was the whole melody. That saxophone in the back. Mm-hmm. It was just like, if you, yeah. like, I would, when them songs came out, I was like, damn, I wish I smoked weed. Like, it's a little key. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Because them, people know if you smoke and you, like, if you smoke because that's what you do, not just because you're trying to be a part of the trend. Like, right. me as a smoker, I don't be getting the munchies, all that type of shit no more. Like, I do this. This is a part of my lifestyle. But to hear song cry and feeling there, you hide your eyes closed. Them them songs that if you have an emotional moment in your life, yeah, them shits gonna bring you to where yeah. you need to be. I, I but before we before I I forgot to ask because Big Jizz obviously didn't give us an answer. I'm gonna throw it to the at home producer. What's your favorite uh, Erica Badu song? Put that, that in I the need, comments. I need that Maria, but Big Jizz, we still waiting. Yeah, on we you. still waiting. Um, on you. you see how she tried to change the subject? No, I didn't. I just thought about it, but I like. Put your phone down. Ooh, okay. I can make I like you put that. your phone down. Yeah, yeah I like that. Because I feel like you a bad motherfucker to make a nigga. I really do. Because, like, what's like all my phone? I got this bitch. This muggy in this phone. My version. So if I put I that motherfucker people, down, we go. I always together. rep dude because he's from the loop. My male version of Erica Badu is Smino. If you've never listened to Smino, he's a 2012 graduate from Hazelwood Central. Okay. The nigga is flat out amazing. Really? Like, I've never listened to somebody. He's he's hands down like my favorite. She said next lifetime live version. Yeah. I See, I didn't know I didn't know the I didn't know anything about Erica Badu live until I got with, with Maria and Maria I was like, me, 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 Bruh, me and Boo talk about Erica Badu. You got church. you got to play it, and it's not the same vibe if you sitting at her concert. Like this is one of them. The you put you put it on, and you can have your incense going, and you She's just so incense that smell like her coochie. Like, they stay sold out. $50 stay a sold pack. Out. They sold out. I just want to know. First, they sold out in 10 minutes when they first yeah. came out. I was like, listen, I don't know what Eric is about to do. Coochie smell like. But, but if it can make me act like Andre. Goddamn if it can make, if it can make me quit my job and walk across the country playing the flute. Are literally some of the most amazing niggas. Andre 3K. Comment. For those who know, Jay Electronic was the last baby daddy. Yep. yep. And that nigga, yep. he got the best verse on Kanye whole Donda album. You talk about somebody that put some words together. I couldn't believe the wordplay that that nigga could put together. He's so good that it took 
like 10, 15 years for his album to come out. But the nigga wordplay is next level. He was one of the rappers like, bro, I'm going to always get money, but I ain't got to put out music. Yeah. But when you get this shit, like if I get another Andre 3K, I'm going to cry. Because the nigga wordplay. I, re- I really hope in 22, he just bless us and be he like out the. He don't just, care about music no more. He said he doesn't have that love for music. Mm. First of all, somebody got to, Andre, I didn't know the nigga play like, it doesn't surprise me, he do like live instrumentation. Yeah. And he was at some like outside concert there when COVID happened. Yeah. Nobody knew. Only one person could tell it was him through the mask. And he straight popped out with his little jazz flute, chilled in the crowd with everybody like a normal nigga dress. Like, now, look, he just pulled that motherfucker out like Ron Murphy and got the sleeve, man. <laughs> and just like Andre 3K is probably one of them. Like, I don't, I said, I done been around some celebrities, like, and I knew it was popping. Most people get starstruck around people that's famous. Andre 3K would be one of them people I'd be like, bro, do you know who the fuck you are? Oh. And I'd be like, dog, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You a celebrity. I understand you got lives. Uh, like, when I've been around celebrities and I want to speak, I don't say nothing. Just because I'm like, bro, you a regular person. I don't want to bother you with that shit. Just me being in your presence is cool. I've seen you. I'll take a picture on the side, but I ain't going to come at you unless we just got to talk. I ain't going to lie. You know who is one of them? I'm going to say that shit. Like, bro, you can call this nigga ass. One of the most humble rappers I've ever met was T.I. Like, T.I. was, was actually say really humble. <laughs> hey, bro, say expeditiously. Yeah. I just want to smoke hey. with a rapper. Hey. That's, that's my goal. Um, smoke, like, smoke with Snoop Dogg. Probably one of the most, I don't know, people, I don't feel like people give her flowers. But when I say I would be starstruck, like, I would probably burst into tears if Jennifer Lewis walked in this building. Right from, uh, the mama. Mama. Yeah, she's from here. From Kenlock. Maria actually got a chance to, when she did a she did a book signing I, here. I, I wish I knew that. I, I pray. Like pray she, to meet I'm her. booking manager. I'm a manager. Like, hey, listen. I, if you if you get her here, sweet baby Jesus, I'm coming. I'm I sit in the corner. I swear, just being that woman person, person. I love her. What it do? Die or something? Like, like tears to my eyes. I will cry. I love that woman and everything she's done. But look, y'all, man, we done had a wonderful. Gonna clap it up. Last time here, I was doing only an hour episodes. Yeah, you were. So I hadn't even moved to an hour and a half. Now we're here. We're at two and a half hours. Two, and we on the audio, we had two nineteen. The visual, we had two twenty-four. And we told it last a little longer. Next week, we're going for the longest episode. Yeah. Next week. If you come out, we dress. Hey, be dressed. Don't put that cosplay on. You got with DJ in the regular clothes. Okay. Okay. But I want. I want. Somebody in trouble. What I'm gonna do is outside the eventual make. I'm gonna tag. Like I wrote down one night. I looked on the webs of Spreaker, and I wrote down the list of every person that has been a guest, and I kept it as a note. So it's to the point where it's I can't tag you all as a tag. I'm past the 99 people. So I'm going to start tagging niggas in the comments. <laughs> but I want to get as many people who truly will come out and, like, fuck with the brand. Yeah. So I need to get my niggas like Nando, Rab, Retro, Tomo, Jay, all of y'all. Like, we got one main guest, which is for y'all. His, his original name, his new name is Zeus Rebel Waters. If y'all heard him back in the past, it was Ruckapuff. Mm-hmm. He going to come and kick it with us, man, talk about everything he got going. He just did yes, a Toy sir. Drive concert. Bro, he got a donut shop out here. I hope you bring them. Brooke, hey, bring them bring donuts. Them donuts. Okay. We're probably going to be too drunk to eat them, but I'm going to eat one anyway. They look good on the pictures I see. But 
I want people to come out. Like I said, I got Melanie Marie. Yeah, you know, the general supposed to come back and kick it with us to special guest host the show. So we got five hosts for you next week. One extra mic for the person, but we're going to alternate. I'm going to set up a back camera that's going to be on here so people that can pop on and just talk. Yeah. yeah be a part I'm of the show and shit. Yeah. So I just want, I want, I'm going to put the number out so people can call in, give out their congrats for the 100th episode. Like, you're really going to do it up, man. If you're free, put some clothes on. I mean, we want you to put some on. If you don't, I will. But I really just want you here. Yeah. We got enough. Chair-wise, we got like eight extra chairs out there. We got a whole couch. Yep. We got enough standing room. I'm finna take down my Ethnic Issue More banner with the original logo. I'm gonna set it up in here with a stand so people can take pictures in front of yeah. it. I got a shout out to Gourmet Soul. They catering. They gonna bring us some oh, yeah. We ain't got hella food. Oh, but we got a little finger food, man. Look, bring your own bottles. Yep. Bring your own. Don't come food. drinking all my shit. Yeah. Because he bring a bottle. We gonna bring a bottle. But we gonna, we gonna have a table set up. I want people to pop out, bring some cups, all that. And like I said, man, as the, my favorite philosopher in Chicago, G Herbo, smoke what you gonna smoke, drink what you gonna drink, roll what you gonna roll, do what you gonna do. Just don't step on these all white G Fazos. So, Mina, don't step on my shoes, man. My forces. It's hard to keep. I got a pair of white forces I bought before LA. I still ain't wore. That's how I feel like I'm balling. Like, I ain't even wore these shoes. I feel so old, but that's just, I wonder what my son was talking about. G Fazos is sports. But like, see, that came from him. Voice, That's a Chicago. Chicago niggas, the only people call white forces G Fazos. I didn't, and I'm from Illinois area. I ain't know that shit till G Herbo. I was like, bring me white heard forces. None of this stuff. I ain't heard it. We just say forces. Forces alone, known as the white pair. Anything else, you say the color or whatever it is. But make sure y'all pop out. Like I said, we got Rucker Puff, man. Shout out to having Dula Bean on here again. She's going to pop in hopefully next week for I'll us, man. Here. Tell, tell the whole crew come, man. Bring the dude in for like, Anybody watching, we're going to have our in-house producer come in the building. Yeah. Bay going to come in the building. I'm going to tag everybody our day, man. I need y'all to come in the building. Gonna, Absolutely. Like I said, we're going to have an episode. It's going to be scripted, but it's going to be a lot more. It's more of an appreciation episode. Yeah. Okay, because we've got another 100 more to just keep giving y'all that shit. Keep giving y'all wonderful content, and as always, rain, sleet, or snow. We in this hole. We're going to make sure we be here, man. It's your boy, Nico the Great. <laughs> it's the past master. It's your motherfucking favorite, Big Jizz. <laughs> I got one more song for y'all. I'm going to give y'all another video, and then I'll give y'all outro. It's another, like all the videos I played tonight have just been mine. It's one more of my original videos, man. Shout out to my niggas, PGU, which is Pearl Gang University. For those that smoke, y'all know what the Pearl Gang is, man. Shout out my nigga, No ID Official, Rasta King. We in this thing with Speaking Mind. Gotta get this bitch in. Yeah. Right. MJ on the beat, ho. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speak your mind Don't hold it back till you speak your mind Make sure it's facts when you speak your mind Never gotta act if you speak your mind yeah. Yeah. Speak your mind Show them how to rap till you speak your mind Represent yourself when you speak your mind Even to the death gotta speak your mind Look the reason why I'm feeling myself cause I'm breathing Never worry about if they ain't liking what they see Coming at me, roll my slide, don't you like I'm skiing, yeah 
when you be yourself, they want to pop off. They mad when you shine, but they love it if you fall off. Don't like my job, so I had to go and call off. I'm a real G, yeah. Shout out to my shotters. Can't see the real you right after we lock eyes. Hope that you not cock eye. That really ain't my time. If you speak that real shit, they connect like Wi-Fi. When I get a meal, bitch, I'm definitely my size. Look, oh damn, I know exactly what it is. Oh man, I think I'm back at it again. Schooling, yeah, just bring a backpack and a pen. No R&B, but turn you boys into a man. Damn, look, speak your mind. Don't hold it back till you speak your mind. Make sure it's facts when you speak your mind. Never gotta act if you speak your mind. Yeah. Speak your mind Show them how to rap Tell you speak your mind Represent yourself When you speak your mind Even to the death Gotta speak your mind Speak your mind baby Wanna do the things That make you feel alive baby I need to be in the sight world The way you drive me crazy When I'm up I love the way you hold it down baby So you around baby Yeah Drug, then I'm a fiend like Bobby Brown, baby. I been smoking on that green while sipping brown, baby. When I'm done with this, then you know going down, baby. It's going down, baby. Hey. But first, can you hold it down for me? Keep it real, don't fake with me. Pussy sweet like maple trees. This ain't make believe, baby. When I leave out, I'm making cheese. When he leave out, he chasing freaks. Baby, you just wait and see. You'll be thanking me, baby. Speak your mind. I said, speak your mind. I taught you how to speak your mind. Free your mind. Be alive. Speak your mind. Don't hold it back till you speak your mind. Make sure it's facts when you speak your mind. Never gotta act if you speak your mind. Yeah, yeah. Speak your mind Show them how to rap till you speak your mind Represent yourself when you speak your mind Even to the deaf gotta speak your mind Yeah Ethnic is Shamor TV. With your ass, she
lost my mind. How did I do it? Stuck in the box with no music. No love, there's no cute, but I gotta be smart, so I'm going stupid. Whose line is it, anyways? I got a few more blunts rolled up. No doubt about it. If you got a problem, we slice the beef with some cold cuts. Niggas talking, don't really curl like they lip locking, gonna affect the pay. Scramble your eggs and fry your bacon. When I pop the toast, that's a breakfast plate. I'm an eyeball to break even. You kick my way, I break knees in. A wrist lock, you get elbowed. Straight beating with your face bleeding. I told niggas we was the truth, and they was looking at me like that's a lie. Now we in your face yelling, E, E, that battle cry when we strategize. Yeah, kill them over till we kill them off. The cars come with top, so we peel them off. No dental curve, we really floss. I worked hard, now I'm really boss. Small shit just don't get to me. The big pitch, I see a vivid me. Now I'm trying to see why all these so called haters trying to get at me. We the chosen few who give a dose or two of your own medicine and culture foods. Kicking straight bars that we're supposed to do. You got the lesson plan in your work. I spot your homie, get off the bench, wait, let me guess You're the next to flex, what? The only time you draw guns is black ops or etch-a-sketch I'm tired of all the riffraff About how you got this and that huh? Shit don't even matter What's a cartwheel to some acrobats? I, mean, I triple the rounds for them clowns Welcome to the three ring circle. Three rings, we plugged in And your team ain't even got circles I'm taking it back to the punches like we boxing Your team standing, we get the menu And then we see options, watch them we coming through the back Sinners, we busted in Floor the chin or the Mac Blow the bitch screaming Shut up Where them packs hold You can hold on to life If you tell us Let that go It's a movement going on So it's best you get behind this I know you a fan Cause Satan can't even hide this Push your teeth for real And malice I've been grinding This ain't an old Gucci May mixtape But damn son Where'd you find this? <laughs> Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.